I really have nothing to say about Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, it's like that bro. is crazy. But did you at least follow <laughs> the case? No, I didn't follow that bullshit. Damn what it, me mean? neither. One of us was supposed to, Logan. God damn it. I'm the one who doesn't care about politics. What the fuck? It's not even politics. It's, it's just white people, white people in. People it's in. Like, <laughs> white <it's> people. Like, <laughs> like, justifying shit that don't make sense. Like, it's, 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 white it's, people, white people. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Logan. I brought that up because I specifically brought it up because one of my like white friends, one of my closest friends, period. But, you know, he's my white friend was like, yo, he tried to he tried to bring up the Kyle Rittenhouse case as if it was a normal conversation. And I was like, I'm not entertaining this conversation with you. Got mad at me on my way to work, asked him to not talk about it on my way to work because I was on my way to work. And then we had anger at each other. So I was trying to see if you knew more about it because I'm not going to fucking do the research because I don't care about politics. And the fucking does he case, listen to the show? Yeah, he does. Who is he? I'm not going to say his name. The fuck? We don't say names on the cast. <laughs> um, okay, fine. I'm not, I'll, I mean, we're not technically recording. We're recording, but we're not. But like, who is he? Uh, Do he live with you? No. He's oh. just my friend, but like, I was about to say because I was like, tell him come in the room and then we'll talk about it. I'll oh. fucking debate him on the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about the case, but I'll fucking debate him. I'll fight Bro, him. Bro, <laughs> I don't. I didn't. Oh, that's why. What, this is why I wanted to talk about it. I but. think you know what the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is a good allegory for me and my political situation right now. Not that I'm like lost politically, but I just like I'm not necessarily apathetic yet. But what I am is I see the patterns and the circles of things. And like mm. everything keeps going around and around in a fucking circle to me. And it's tiresome in a way. And I can't follow politics all the time. I just know that like, you know, I'll follow it when an election comes and then like that. But I can't go on political Twitter like all the time anymore and like all that shit and follow all that shit like that. Because like going from case to case to case to case to me feels like there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with like how hyper uh, involved we are in politics in a way. Mm. And there's something wrong with not just how hyper involved we are because you should be involved in your political system and you should want to do something for your country. But like, the way we're involved with it is like we're involved with like like we're watching Survivor or we're watching like WWE or something. Like we watch it in like such an unrealistic way. And we make everything into this weird like unrealistic like political situation where it's like we don't want to think about like the reality and the people that actually have to go through things or just like the people that are involved. But everybody becomes like this new a poster child for whatever issue is going on. You know what I mean? Like, on one hand, it's important to talk about things, but on the other hand, it's just like we're destroying the idea of like getting anything done because we're like, we think we're doing something by posting on Facebook and everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I say that as somebody who used to post on Facebook, but you know, a lot of the people that are doing the posting now and shit, they're like 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like in their 50s and 60s and like, or even their late 40s. And like, they're old people and they've seen the political system go before. And I was posting on Facebook when I was like 20. Like, it's a big difference. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
I had my little insights and my things I wanted to say, my posts and everything and like my opinions and all that. But like now I'm growing up a little bit and it's just like I have the same opinions, but it's like people are talking about the same shit and like the same shit keeps happening. And it's like, I don't know, maybe just symptomatic of me like about to turn 30 or some shit. But like, you know, like that's just what I see from the political system right now is not even really the system, just like fucking people, just like fucking people. Y'all. <laughs> that's like, that's what I see. Like, the Kyle Rittenhouse yeah. thing is like a story that, like, are you really surprised? Like, what is what is the it's not shocking a, It's thing, not about you know? being, like, surprised. Me, I just want to... I specifically wanted to speak about because I didn't watch it. Because the only... I don't watch them anymore. I don't watch mm-hmm. cases in general. Because every time I see, oh, someone got killed, I'm like, what other circumstances? Okay, it makes sense to me that these people should be charged. I shouldn't have to watch. I'm right. expecting to hear that these people got charged. So I just wait to hear verdicts. Why do you expect them to get charged? Because at some point, I expect America to act like a decent fucking place. What does that mean? It means that, you know, when your citizens are shot in the streets, you mm-hmm. figure out why, do something about it, and make sure people are taken care of in some type of capacity to, to justice is served. Like all these cases with cops getting off, it's just, it's so utterly ridiculous. It keeps happening over and over and over again, which is literally insanity. And it's like, it's always some similar excuse. George Zimmerman getting off crazy. Florida, I mean, we're from Florida, so it just outright I don't think it's that crazy. Hold on, hold on one second. If you're just tuning in. Oh yeah, um, give me, I'm gonna grab some water, do that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'll do it. I'm sorry. I'll do it after the intro. You're so bad. I fucking hate you so much. No, my fault. I'm sorry. You know, I didn't realize realize how horrible of a time that was. Oh, you're right. Do that. I'm some water. And I was like, oh, shit. Wait, wait. I I have to to say something, usually. You'll usually do the thing. My fault. (laughs) Anyways, if you're just tuning in. I'm your host, Logan, and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I'm here with my best friend, Mitch. Say hi to the people, Mitch. Hi, I'm Paul. Oh. <laughs> I actually like that one. Everybody who grew up in the 90s should. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Although we uh, can get sued for that. You might have to blink that, I think. Nah, you did it. It's fine. It's original. All right. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> can I get the water now or should I wait still? Go get your water. I'm yeah, going to so- tell them where they can find us. <laughs> uh, like always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, just about anywhere else uh, at the Milk and Toast Podcast. Follow us, like us, subscribe. Um, also follow us on YouTube because then we're going to be doing uh, super chats on YouTube and live chats on YouTube soon. Uh, so if you're not subscribed, please get subscribed um, because we want to be able to talk to you in real time about the conversations we're having. Um, we got a good show today. Um, if Mitch could just come back. Here he is. He just, why? How does it take this much effort to get a cup of water? I'm back. Record time, right? No. Fuck I saw you, man. You, I saw you run past the camera, then come back again. No, my, yeah, one of my roommates needed scissors at the, I was like, damn, the most inopportune time, but I'll do it real quick. No, no. Let's go back to Kyle Rittenhouse because you're, we're talking about now, what we're talking about is like the realities of like the political system and all this and that. And like, like I think no, no, not even that. 
we're talking about the expectations of the political system. And well, like, let me how, interject and say one thing before yes, you continue. Go ahead. If you in any way somehow think Kyle Rittenhouse was justified in his actions, just fuck off, please. Just don't raise any children. Go go live in the middle of the woods by yourself and leave the rest of us alone, please. It's a lot of people like that, though. I know, and I just can't understand. I so just they can't. all but don't I'm live in the that. woods? Yeah, they can form a fucking commune. They'll be fine together. But they, they, I think they did. It's called Texas. <laughs> that was rude. That was rude. I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. That was rude. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. That is all I'm going to say about that, bro. No, that I'm sorry. All... <laughs> they fuck Texas. Texas has been fucking up, but that was just, you didn't need to do all of Texas like that. Damn, bro. They've been fucking up big time. Like, They've been like, fucking up big time, but you didn't need to do all of Texas like that. Like, goddamn. Not all of Texas, shit. Like, <laughs> but my point is, is that, like, the reason why Kyle got off is because there's a lot of people that, like, agree with the nature surrounding what Kyle did, like politically. Like that's the weird thing about the like the Kyle Rittenhouse case is just kind of like the OJ Simpson case. It's not about I'm getting good at that. It's not about <laughs> it's not good about at what in my mind all I saw you do was anyway keep going. I don't want to distract shuriken my cat. That's what I did. I don't oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, like the Kyle Rittenhouse case isn't about the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Like, no. it's not about Kyle. It's not about guns. It's not about any of that bullshit. It's just about like the temperature and how white people feel today. And like, that's why he got off. You know what I mean? Like, the same way the OJ case wasn't about OJ. It wasn't that like OJ killed like two people. Is that like the city of LA? Allegedly. No, he did that shit. Like, it, like. <laughs> Like he really did. Like we need to stop. <laughs> he did it. It was bad. But like, you know, he got off not because he didn't do it. He got off because, you know, like at the time LA was going through and in some ways it still goes through, but like it was going through like a horrible time for like what white people like to call race relations. You know what I mean? And it's like and it's like lack of a better word, Mitch. And I know you're laughing at me. But I know. Like, Carry on, please. But like please. that's what they was going through. It's like they had the Rodney King uh yeah, incident, yeah. like just right before then. Uh I, the name escapes me, but uh it's it was a there was a like a 17-year-old girl that also got murdered at the same time around that time. You know, and so like then they had the L.A. riots. All of this shit happened right before O.J. murdered up two white people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like to see black people get murdered and then nothing happened to the people that were involved or really they got like a slap on the wrist. And then to get O.J. off, that was like a it was a political thing. It's not even it's sad and it's tragic. But that's what happens when there's a breakdown in like society, like society yeah. breaks. Yeah, you know what I mean? And the Kyle Rittenhouse case is, is like a weird reverse of that because it's not Kyle Rittenhouse didn't get off because society was broken. Kyle Rittenhouse got off because white people aren't happy with the way society is turning out to be. 
you know, How they're not mean, happy. You got to you got to explain that a little bit more. Well, they're not happy with the fact that, you know, like pronouns and stuff and like like, you know, I say pronouns. Oh, you and stuff, mean they're I mean, not like, happy with the progression towards yes. eliminating their fucking privilege is what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. OK. So then say that. Yeah, say that shit. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Good. That's why you're here. <laughs> In lieu of Claire, I have to yeah. pick up the baggage because otherwise Logan's just gonna. Yeah. Other I'm stupid. Yeah. I am anyway. stupid by myself. I can't sit here by myself and do a show. Like I don't know how to tell you guys that. <laughs> Yet, yet manages to tell us in the most the the best way how stupid he is. Yes, Logan, I am, ladies and gentlemen, I am coherently able to coherently say how dumb I am and nothing else. Like, you know, like, like that's it. Anyway, back anyway. to subject at hand. But yeah, that's why I hear like I hear you say like you you're disappointed or. You didn't like you expect our country to work like a real country eventually. And, like, and mind you, I didn't say like because I'm not surprised. I'm just like because it's it's because I'm a man who keeps the hope alive, of course. But it's like no, nigga, like forty acres and a mule, and we couldn't get that shit. You gonna act right, goddammit. Or at some point, Mitchell's gonna flip his shit, and then a lot of wild, crazy shit's gonna happen, and everybody's gonna be mad. Including black people, black people can be like, "Damn," because you know how black people are. It's like, it's like, yo, we know it was justified, but damn, nigga, you wouldn't did that. Now yeah. they're gonna be on all our asses for a while, and it's gonna be like that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's gonna be like they're gonna be like, "Why'd you go and do that?" And it, but it's like, because at this point, it's like I'm already losing my mind. I don't want to lose every single ounce of my patience too, because a person with no patience. Who's really pushed to that edge does really stupid shit without caring. Are about you losing else. your mind because you expect? Well, there's, there's multiple to... reasons for that, but <laughs> well, I mean, on this subject, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. losing your mind because you expect things to be better, or are you losing your mind because like things aren't better? I'm not sure. That was almost the same question, I think, if not yeah, the same question. Yeah. But no, I'm losing my mind because the concept of justice is not per se an American thing. It's it's not per se any national thing. That is, that's something in us that we see. We see something happen mm-hmm. and we want to make it, we see something wrong happen. It's like, how do we make that right? Mm-hmm. How do we make that right? You know, and in America, we've adopted a justice system and we go, it's fair for all. And then it's like, no, it's fair if you're fair skinned. And I'm sick and tired of that bullshit. And I'm sitting here looking at this case this Kyle Rittenhouse dude getting off for literally traveling across state lines, and and what and what they say is is him wanting to protect the people there. Yet all mm. you did was run in with a weapon you weren't even legally supposed to be carrying, right. and then kill two people and you get off. And it's like, hmm. But Khalif Browder got put in prison for allegedly stealing a backpack, which it turns out he didn't even steal, and then kills himself. And I'm just like, where's the fucking justice? You know what I'm saying? My man Trayvon Martin, you know, long may they both of them rest in peace, literally pack a Skittle. Someone ran up on him, shot him. And rather than us being like, okay, this little boy was unarmed, you let that dude walk. It's like, at what point does America realize you can't keep doing this? This is how societal breakdowns happen. We and have, so, I think sometimes I, I listen to, to opinions like that. I'm not saying anything negative, but it's just like, I listen to it and my perspective on it is just that like 
we're living in two separate worlds when it comes to like our political ideas of how things should be. And what's the second world? <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown, for I've for like, all of you who couldn't I've see. i like three pens in this cat. I, I laughed because this man was all serious and then looked over his shoulder and like it looked like he was killing something in the corner. <laughs> like something, he was throwing something with, with the precision to like cut that shit out now. I'm such a parent now. And so like... <laughs> no, but no, please carry on. Like, yeah, what's we, the second world then? The real one, like, <laughs> like damn. Okay, that's, yeah, that's I guess, yeah, I guess one. I should have seen that one coming. Because, yeah, like, yeah. I believe that we should. I believe that we should strive for something more. I believe that we should like look for something better when it comes to like um, how we want society to be. But at the same time, I'm not surprised about how society is. And there's a major, major, major disconnect in my mind about the way thing the way we want things to be and the way things are. You know what I mean? And if we're not able to like if we're not able to like figure that out, then it's like we're always going to be at this part place where we're talking against each other and we're always confused that shit happens. You know what I mean? Like we're always going to be like you're always going to be when do you get to the point where you just know you know, like I came in here like two weeks ago, like the week before the 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 thing dropped, and I said, he's getting off. I'm like, I know it. Like, yeah, tell me like white people were telling you. Like, he's getting weird. It's our guy, you know, he's getting off. There, he's not going to jail. We don't want him to. You know what I mean? So it's like I feel like we focus too much on the way we want things to be and don't focus too much on like the way things are. And I feel like if I say that somebody says that I'm not progressive enough because I accept the way things are. And it's not about accepting the way things are. I don't accept well, do the way you accept the things are because that is the question. It's it depends on your definition of acceptance, because I feel like at some point you have to accept the reality of things doesn't mean that you accept the outcome Ig- of things. Acknowledging the reality. Yeah, exactly. Acknowledging you know the I mean? reality is not like accepting the outcome is not going. This is OK. Acknowledging the reality is going, OK, this happened. And it's been happening going, all right, well, there's nothing I could do about it. And I guess I should go right. about my day no. living is where it's like, mm. no, I'm not there. <laughs> no, that's not where I'm at. I'm not at like, you know, we shouldn't do anything. Obviously, there's things we should do. But I think that if we're not going to look at the way things are, we're not going to have a good roadmap of how to fix them. Like if I can't reckon with the fact that, you know, there's a lot of people upset with, you know, the way things are progressing in the country, and I can't reckon with that, then I'm not going to be able to deal with when those people want to do something else. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, what is the end? What is the end game? You know, I can't just be like a turkey in the rain with my mouth open at every fucking white boy that gets off for doing horrible shit. Like, I like, like, it's not. Mm, that's true. That's not productive. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. I, I feel like I'm so depressing. Like I'm so bad at parties, right? Like <laughs> just like, <laughs> like no. Dude. I'm just like thinking about it because I and I thought you were gonna say more, but it's just like because me, I'm obviously because I'm always probably most likely gonna get pissed. I'm mm. tired, and it, it obviously makes my mental health worse. 
but I'm all, I'm on it, always going to get pissed. And so I'm hearing this. And motherfucker, you were supposed to be the political dude who knew more about the case mm-hmm. for me to actually hear like how and why this happened. Because, you know, I mean, he was he was underage to be holding a weapon in the first place and like literally killed two people. And they're saying in self-defense, but it's like in self-defense, which you putting yourself in the situation. So it's like, yeah, I put myself in the situation, but I didn't mean for this to happen. Self-defense. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm like, no, that don't work for me. <laughs> that doesn't work for yeah. me. No, like, like I like I knew the bare bones of the case and I knew like what was going on. And I knew like I just didn't want to look into it that much. I didn't want to spend no, that much energy. Neither. I, I, I didn't want to give spend it the that, time. Yeah, I mean, like you say, I'm like the political person, but I didn't want to spend that much time like with Kyle on my mind taking up like space rent free in my head about no, some right. shit I knew he was already going to get off with. Like, I felt like there were so many more pressing things that we could have probably been doing with our time following the Kyle Rittenhouse case that just didn't get fucking done. Like, I keep thinking about, you know what I really keep thinking about? I'm like, what is Joe Biden doing? <laughs> Supporting the, the, um, the verdict. <laughs> is he? He literally came out and said he was like, our justice system works how it's supposed to. Some bullshit like that. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, is that him supporting it? Technically, yeah. Like, I just said the yeah. same shit five minutes ago. Like, is that me? Technically, technically, yeah, that's actually him supporting it. You didn't say no, the exact same so. thing. You said you're not surprised that, that it happened this way because that's how it's been working. Whereas Joe Biden was like, oh, our justice system is working how it's supposed to. Whereas, mind you, this is not how it's supposed to be working. It's just how it has been working. People always like to say like, oh, man, the system's working exactly how it's supposed to in terms of rhetoric, but it's rhetoric. It's not the actual truth. That's not how it's supposed to function. I'm not going to speak for Joe Biden because I don't know how he meant that statement. I mean, Joe Biden could barely remember probably that. I was was asking what was going on with Joe Biden because I'm like, I feel like everybody's so relieved and so like, relaxed after like not having Trump but like does anybody know what he's fucking doing like, like I don't think Joe Biden knows what he's doing I, that's what I, I was saying I, like, I've seen the clip. videos of him walking into the and not and the the security's like but there's oh, yo it's so funny it's so funny how how our society how people act I saw sometimes a video the other day of him driving a Hummer across a tarmac after he like just got a colonoscopy and you're not yeah. supposed to be driving after that so it's like <laughs> it's like <laughs> And like, it was, I guess, like Hummer really wanted to show them their new car, but like, it's like, all right, Mr. President, this is our brand new Hummer. Uh, we know you just had the colonoscopy; you're not supposed to be driving. But hey, you're the fucking president. Get in that bitch. Oh wait, no, I'm I'm wrong. He wasn't. He didn't have it. He it was before he had his colonoscopy. Oh, which, okay. I was about which to say. F- made like Kamala Harris the first black woman president for like five minutes. So like, th- there was that. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, a loophole. How nice. Yeah, it was a loophole. Like you know, but like Kamala should be more evil. I'm sorry. Explain. I'm not gonna say why. I'm not Explain. Gonna say why. Explain like, okay, what you mean. Not here. Like, let's say in an alternate reality. Like, see, this is why I hate when people are like, uh, politicians are so evil and so smart. Because, like, if she was so evil and so smart, like, she would have, like, pulled the cord on him and, like, become president. Oh, that's, that's what, what they you do mean. in Russia. Like, that's Logan. what they do in, like, countries like okay, that. Okay, Logan, Logan, let's, let's, let's bring things down because let's not make allegations about Russians' politics that we don't actually know anything about. Vladimir Putin literally 
poisoned like somebody's chai latte because they were running against him. Like he did, did he really? that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do you have evidence, bro? You saying a lot of shit right now. We're gonna end up in the Russian the KGB. Yeah, I mean, I know, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> he used the same uranium recipe to poison him and everything. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> he'll tell you he did that shit. <laughs> Yo, bro. I just, he probably not gonna wild, say with a camera bro. on his face, but he knows he did that shit. Fucking wild, <laughs> fucking wild. Anyway, anyway, we shouldn't be suggesting that Kamala no, Harris. No, no, she shouldn't like kill the president of the United States. That's not what I mean. What I just mean is just like that people are like so like conspiratorial sometimes, and it's just like, listen, if you have that much power, like. And it's like right there. Like you're only gonna keep it for an hour and you're gonna be good with that. How would she if, even if you're got away with evil? that, bro? Huh? How would she even got away with that, bro? I don't know, but like they they say like Hillary Clinton like kidnaps children, eats them in like pizza. Like, so like I don't know. Like, figure it out. Like, that's what I mean. Like, if you keep going down the rabbit hole, like, come on. That's what QAnon is about, Mitch. That's that's you. I know, I know what you just said. I yeah. just Jesus, the amount of statements that just came out of your mouth just now. I know, I'm on fire, bro. I, <laughs> anyway, but um, I'm just that's my that's my uh, anti-conspiracy theory speech. It's just like, listen, <laughs> there's the real world and what you think is happening. You know, I'm not I'm not sure how that helps. Anyway, you're not any, sure how that helps in my yeah. argument. Logan, I don't know where we're. I don't know where we're taking the cast today. We got to chill. No, we got to no, chill. We were. Is I don't know. We got off on this weird tangent because we were talking about politics and stuff. But that's basically how I feel about politics now. It's like I, I care, but I don't. But I don't. But I care. I care. I, I care because like it affects everybody. I don't care because of what everybody's saying. Like, I, don't I don't care don't, about don't, politics, but I care about people. So at some point, I pay a little bit of attention. I don't like listening to y'all's opinions about politics. And I don't mean like you good people who listen to the show. I mean like people like the New York Times and like like you know people who tweet a lot. Like I don't give a shit anymore about what you guys got to say about it. Like yeah. I just don't care. Like because you guys say the same shit every 4 years and we have to argue about it every 4 years. It's like can we get some new shit to argue about? It's like no. It's like, it's like, <laughs> so it's like I don't really give a fuck anymore. You give, yeah. keep bringing me the same bullshit every time. Um, oh no! But shout out to uh, Ahmad Aubrey. Um, may he oh. rest in peace. But like At least the people who kill or yeah. who kill them, they going to jail. Like so, like there's some justice in the world. Like fuck them. Um, I'm glad about that. I am actually really glad about no, that. No, it's always it's always glad when you see justice actually being served. That was in the, a place that says justice and liberty for all. It was crazy. That that happened like right before Thanksgiving. And it's like everybody was like, yeah. Oh yeah, I am thankful. I'm like, yeah. And it was like, good. oh shit, word? Yeah. Like, damn. All right, good. That's good. But no, man, I just well, I was I was thinking we'd have it because I wanted to hear like what they actually said and how he got off. Because at some Kyle point, Rittenhouse and how he got, yeah. But well, once again, I because I'm just here. I'm not here to talk about the politics of it. <laughs> I'm here to talk about like how fucked up it is. How how does this make sense in a world like ours? Are you serious? Like no, if you, you honestly said, think he was justified, like go move said, into some woods. You said you had a debate with a friend about it. No, I got into an argument because I was unwilling to even entertain the conversation. Yeah, because if someone that- comes up to me and is like, 
hey, did you hear about did you hear about the the Kyle Rittenhouse case? Mm-hmm. You know, it was a fair trial. It was a good trial of how he got off. I'm gonna be like, what? Do you have morals? Like, this is honestly how I feel. I'm like, this this boy. You don't think something should be happening to him for literally and his mother? That's what I said. Bring your little friend up here, and I'll and I'll argue with him if you want to. But neither That's- of us watch the case, so what you gonna argue with him about? That's my point, though. Is that like <laughs> I don't need to watch the case? It's so like it's the same bullshit. Like that's that's what I really want everybody to learn about politics. Is that like it's not as scary as you think it is? And really, we should stop listening to everybody that talks about it. Well, like, I don't think it's, it's just scary. Like, it's just like I don't see the I don't see the point of engaging in. It, that's why I'm oh, so no, political. None. It's and, just and, it's just me proving a point and having fun. Like basically, okay, I feel you. Because, but, like, it's not me even proving a point about Kyle Rittenhouse. It's just me proving a point about, like, that would be my point. It's about how, like, for one, I'm going to win that debate. And two, it's like, you can learn everything you need to learn about a thing. But, like, debates and all this and that, like, the fact that we have, like, a trial is, like, that's a debate. It's like debate between two lawyers. They like, here's all this bullshit that I found, and here's all this bullshit that I found, and yep, this is how we spin it, you yep, know? Yep. And we just do it under a type of like a framework, and like we call that the law, you know? And we like, you know, dress up in our funny outfits and shit, and, that, and then that's a trial, you know what I mean? Well, you see, that's my thing, because the main point I want to make about the Rent House mm-hmm. case, all jokes aside, is so many people get caught up on the legal aspects that they forget what the fuck doing the right thing is. That's but, my main problem. But my my point about it is that the legal or not aspect has nothing to do with the case. Like it really has nothing to do with it. Do like you mean ha- in Rittenhouse case or in general? Yes, in Rittenhouse case and in general, because it just comes down to like, you know, what is it that we actually wanted to see happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I actually, I actually get you on that. Like even it or not. like with the law in general, the law is just based off of shit that we want to see happen. And in America, it's yeah. written in the favor of a specific group of people. That's why yeah, it's always it's so the, fucked up. We, they have the power, right? So it's and it's like it's shaped by them because that's what they want to see happen. You know what I mean? Well, and so like, like uh, I don't know. But my point was like, you know, I guess my point would. And having a debate on the show would probably be like to show be like some weird like uh what is it called performance art? It'd be like a weird performance art piece for me to show oh, just God. like how futile like political debate is and I like how it doesn't think, mean yeah. anything. I yeah. don't even think I'd want to watch it because it would just get me even more disconnected from any type of political <laughs> leanings whatsoever. I would love to see like a political debate with like Eric Andre or some shit. You know what Hasn't I mean? that already happened? Doesn't he do that already? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I just want to see him like, I don't know, piss himself and then throw a pie at somebody and then in the middle of like somebody talking about <laughs> like, like, yeah, you know. your point is about shit. it. That's why it's performance. That's why Eric Andre is performance art because it's the same shit. <laughs> Wait, is that how that works? Performance art? Well, not the performing. I'm a performing artist. I'm well. Never mind. I'm not going to have that debate. I, I meant Eric Andre because I'm like he kind of does different things, or he does the same thing, I guess, but just a myriad of different ways. I think Eric Andre is art. Like I was watching the Eric Andre show, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, but at the same time, I'm like watching it, and I'm like, oh, this, I, 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 I get what's going on here. Like it's, it's. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get it because I don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? And that's like that's why things. I'm like, oh my God, bro. Well, that's what I get it, but I don't get it. Oh, yeah. Shit. And that's oh, why. I had a question I wanted to ask you. Let me get off of this fucking Reynolds bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's I cool. really didn't want to talk about it today, but like, I think we still got a good conversation out of it. No, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's just fucking weird. Remember, I didn't want to even entertain the conversation. That's why, which is why I brought it up to you because I was like, well, Logan's a political dude. And then no, Logan's all like, nah, fuck that shit, man. Yeah, fuck all that. all that shit, man. Oh, yeah, I'm always going to be like that. I love when people assume that like I'm going to like have like a real-life political conversation. You're the like, only one on the show, both me and Claire will say this, who we expect to try and have some political debate, bro. Yeah, I know. It's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, no, you guys keep trying. I like it because it, it, it we does don't. Spi- it you spices up the show. Up. You keep trying, but like it, it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> listen, I got a question for you. What's the question? If you could have, you're going to know what I'm going for, for before I even finish. But no, if you could have, fuck. you are gonna you're gonna know. If you could have either five hundred thousand dollars or a dinner with Jay Z, which one would you pick? The five hundred thousand dollars. Thank you. I just wanted to, I just wanted to see. Why would I have dinner? And this is that meme is just so true because it's like you're gonna pull up to Jay Z, who's gonna be like, "You didn't take the five hundred thousand? Yes. It's not like he's gonna sign you. It's not like he's gonna make you a business partner, bro. Unless. Unless like you're unless you're like a multimillionaire already and can actually bring something to the table for him. I'm going to his damn school. I haven't met the man once. Bro. I hate the people that are like, <laughs> oh yeah, I would take the five I would take the dinner with Jay-Z because like he would give me a wealth of knowledge that would like that would pale in comparison. Like, and it would, what like I have you know, to say to that, have you heard four forty four album? Thank you for the four forty four album, Jay. Because that's literally what he what he made that album for. 444 was literally like, hey, here's advice with Jay-Z. And also, I'm still one of the nicest rappers of all time. There you go. Don't right. ever talk to me about shit. Don't ever say I didn't help you out. Peace and love, y'all. All right. Let's go, B. If that Come was on, a bro. real thing, like you had a contest that you could pick like Jay-Z, a dinner with Jay-Z, or like 500K. Jay-Z's taking you to checkers, and he's not going to say <laughs> no, shit no, don't for do the whole- like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or or you have to you have Jay-Z's gonna meet you at the dinner spot and then pull up and be like, oh all right, so we doing broke ass right Jay-Z not today? taking no fucking random to a nice spot. Like, yeah. No, I'm saying he's pulling up to where you choose to have dinner, where you can afford, gonna show up to Red Lobster, like, oh really? Cheap ass <laughs> red lobster? Yeah, I mean, you get was, tired of the cheddar biscuits after the first. I was years. saying that he was gonna take you to Checkers because, like, y'all could still stay in the car and he don't have to get out. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he don't have to be seen with you. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, don't just, right, so just looking out for you, Jay. <laughs> <here's the thing. laughs> <laughs> All right, but here, <laughs> so funny, bro. Here's the thing. So here's my thing, because you know I imagine having it's definitely worth it to have a conversation with Jay. It's just that the advice he's going to give you, unless you're in position to utilize, it's going to be useless until you get into that position. So you're like going to have this dinner. He's going to be like, yeah, this is everything you need, and you're going to end up being like, "All right, good, man." So. Shit, it's gonna take me ten years to do this. Whereas <laughs> the five hundred K would have put you ahead that ten years. And Jay's like, "All right, man, I'll catch you." Yeah, and you right. like, "Yo, <laughs> you like, yo, Jay, yo, hey, 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 man, you know, I was, I was thinking we could work on something together." And he's gonna look at you and laugh and be like, 
with what the 500k you didn't take uh, sorry i gotta i gotta up, bounce you oh. bring up you bring up a good point mitch let's say you went on a dinner with jay-z and he actually did give you Bro, advice it'd probably did be you an bring, amazing conversation did you bring a notebook did you write that shit down like <laughs> even if you did you probably can't put it straight in he's listen man listen man don't get me wrong like Business is a complicated field that's it sometimes and having notes and learning from him who's actually done it mm. is great. But when he was doing it, isn't going to be like when you was doing it. Everything's mm. unchanged. Jay-Z, the advice you're gonna be getting is coming from a literal billionaire working in a completely different lane than you are. He don't even know what the fuck he doesn't even like you'll probably tell him your situation, like, yo, I'm making 40k, and he'll probably give you some good advice like. You know, well, you know, every now and then, you know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta invest a good, you know, half your paycheck, you know what I'm saying? Maybe looking at some stocks and stuff like that. And if you can do that, more power to you. But that's probably going to be some shit that if you really want the conversation with Jay-Z that bad, if you are that person, because me, I'd want to talk to him as an artist, but like, we'll just have a good conversation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, if you're a business person wanting to talk to Jay-Z, as most of the people who are like 500K or conversation with Jay-Z are... You're going to pull up to that conversation and it's always going to be like Jay probably being like, you decided to meet someone rather than take half a million dollars. You must be sick. There's As so a much, businessman to businessman, so much, you must be sick, yes. bro. There's so much wrong with the amount of assumptions that come with having a dinner with Jay-Z. Like, there's so <laughs> many fucking There wrong. is. It's so fucked up. Because we don't even know him, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But like, not that saying, not saying like he's he's got to be like an asshole or something. But how do you know that he really wants to nice. sit? He wants to sit there for like forty five minutes talking to you about stocks and ETFs. Like it's like you know what I'm saying. Like anything. you don't even you probably pull up. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if Jay was just like, oh damn, so you really decided come in and sit down with me? You didn't want to get to know me, no, no like yeah, that. Damn, bro. Like shit, man. Don't even don't even enjoy the fucking conversation, bro. You're not even, you don't want to be there for Jay. Like Lady. shit. <laughs> Like, damn, man, you know, I got life too. I'm a person, you know what I'm saying? Ho. You know that, what I'm saying? That, that is a major, I think that's a major difference between like Jay-Z and Beyonce fans. Because like Beyonce fans would take the dinner with Beyonce, but like for I mean, a totally yeah, I, different yeah, reason. Yeah, I can't. I would also like, take the dinner. I mean, the But not for like the come up. Like that, not no, because just, they say like. <laughs> it'd just be it'd like, it'd be great to, as an artist to artist, you know what I mean? But as a businessman talking to Jay-Z, it's just funny because every businessman knows why meet a person Unless they're going to give you capital or a deal of some kind, why meet with the person instead of gaining the capital to go invest, bro? Like, this is business 101, so why would you ever even do that? That doesn't make sense. And that's why that meme was so... I wouldn't even think about that meme was so funny. It's like, yo, it's like, why would you... Jay-Z's going to tell you you should have taken the 500K, <laughs> I love that meme. Bro, that's what so I just funny. Because that's, that's what it's, I just spend my time on now. Like, I'll listen to, like, bullshit arguments on, like, Twitter and shit. Like, shit like that. Like, people just... Like, dumbass people just, like, going back and forth about the yeah. dumbest shit. Like, that's so dumb. But I can't join those conversations. But, like, just listen to, like, idiots talk back and forth. This is my new shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like... It's like having an ant farm. It's great. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> now, now, don't get me wrong, because like, now that's from the perspective of like a businessman, I suppose. Like as an artist, I guess you could pull up and be like, "Yo, Jay, would you listen to my music? Maybe, maybe you could sign me." But like, I wonder how well that's gonna go. <laughs> I wonder how well that's gonna go. Yeah, no. Nah. Because it's like, how many people do you think do that a day? Are you even ready for that? You know what I'm saying? Come on, right? Bro. Like. Jesus, bro. So no, definitely, definitely 500k. 
just because like not that I wouldn't want to meet Jay Z. That would be awesome. Would just you show like Would you show Jay Z your EP if you met him? Technically, Logan, I met the VP of the VP of um the VP of production at at Rock Nation, and that's exactly what I tried to do and get no response. <laughs> <laughs> so t- I it wasn't Jay Z, but like I don't imagine it be these people. These people are busy as fuck, bro. They yeah, they have like a real if life, I had the yeah. chance to show him if it was like yo. 500k no even even then because where i'm at in my life i just i don't have the i don't have the stars in my eyes jay-z would probably still be like why did you take the 500k you could promote yourself mm. the fuck is he doing mm. the fuck is he doing like i'd pull up to dinner be like hey jay yo man i'm so glad i'm so glad i didn't take the 500k like i got this ep i want you to listen to it's like ep nigga with 500k you could have promoted all your tracks and did a whole bunch of shows and probably made double your your investment back yeah all right fuck is wrong with you Nigga, I don't even want to talk to you, dumb, dumbass. On, don't waste my time. Could have went on like a small little local tour or some shit, bro. And literally, probably from from that, either gain the clout to continue building your finances back, and at least within a year or two, made back that five hundred k, maybe plus, probably hit like a million if you were smart about it. Like I run a promotional tour with the music, make sure people are listening to run up streams. I use the specs to literally run shows through those cities and towns where it was the best. And I could probably make that money back double if I'm mm-hmm. smart about it. I do think about how, because I was just about to say, like, you know, they wouldn't take the 500K because they don't know what to do with it. But I was thinking about all week, I was thinking about how much money there is in the city and like how, like, if I came into like a large sum of money, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Like, I just wouldn't, like, I would know what to do with it, but I wouldn't at the same time. Like, I understand, mm. like, the gravity of money a little bit better now mm-hmm. being here because like everything costs something. Everybody's trying to rip you off. Everybody's like got their hand out. You know what I mean? And it just made me think about like somebody could be like making a really decent wage here and like it's still not enough because like what they're trying to get to and what they doing and all this and that and all this flipping mm-hmm. and flapping and all this and shit. It's like they they're moving the money and they're doing stuff with it. You know what I mean? Like mm. I would be the worst rich person because where the fuck do I hide my money? You know what I mean? Like it's like I don't know that shit. What you mean in a fucking vault? Like what's his what's his name? Like uh, the Scrooge, <laughs> the ducks, the duck Scrooge. Like what's his name? Duck. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck, bro. What the fuck you mean? Just go build an entire like fucking vault and <laughs> go swimming in that shit, bro. I don't understand. This doesn't I, seem very complicated I to just, me. I build a vault. Build and vault, then put all the money in there, go swimming. Sounds great to me. I deposit all my money into Fort Knox and say I want the same amount of money but back in gold. And then I ah, have... Yes, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> yes, that's right. Use your hate. About Use it. Uh, like, what, three inches of gold off the floor? Because, like, <laughs> that's how much gold it costs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro, the world we live in, man. Goddamn. But you yeah, ever think dude. about that? That like gold is like really precious and valuable, and it's like a fucking yellow rock, a shiny <laughs> yellow rock. Okay, let's not forget that it it shines and it has a twinkle in our eyes. And when we press and plate it proper ways, it makes us feel superior to others around us. Money. Haven't you been paying attention this entire time? You say that a lot, and I and I like be like, is it though? But like, money is a scam. It's a scam. Of course it's I'm a sorry. scam. I think I've talked about it on the show how much it's not real. It's not real. It's literally not real. We need it. 
but it's it's not real. But we've deluded <laughs> ourselves into believing we need it, so we don't go to war with each other instead. If you, if you think about like us as like ants, like if you zoom out, like zoom out on the Earth and just watch us all scurry around, right? Like just zoom out just enough so you can watch us like, you know, <laughs> the fuck was that sound? That's a scurrying that's, around. That's my that's my people scurrying across. That's how people the scurrying side. around. <laughs> that's how you guys sound every day. You don't know it, but that's how we sound. Um, <laughs> it looks fucking ridiculous. Like it it doesn't look, it doesn't make any sense. Bro, We're I hate to keep bringing up memes, but you remember the alien meme where he pulls up? He's like, yeah, they they're constantly buying and trading to each other and stealing from each other all the time. And dude's like, yeah, it's a fucking ghetto down there, bro. <laughs> like blast the shit let's fucking get her down there blast the shit let's go <laughs> and it's like yeah because you can't you oh god bro i could talk about that concept forever and mind you logan it will suck that i'm talking about it forever because i'll be saying the exact same thing over and over and over again how could you value an inanimate thing over a person when you know you value yourself if you have basic empathy, you're going to go, oh, why should I treat that person worse? Would I like that being done to me? Obviously not. Yet I'm somehow okay with allowing it to happen to other people and then watching my back to make sure it doesn't happen to me. I think we're taught out of having empathy, though. I think yeah, a little bit. Is. Yeah, absolutely. Like We're taught to take care of ourselves, but then after we're taught to take care of ourselves, we're taught to only take care of ourselves. Like ourselves only. Because you know it should I mean? cost to help other people and help yeah. the economy. Yeah, Come on now, you got to grind for the economy. Why help someone for free when you can make them pay for it and thereby build up the economy? What's wrong with you? Come on now, this is this is common sense. I don't know. What do you mean? I'm I'm like fucking Barney from you know how I met your mother when I went to Canada and they gave me free healthcare and the motherfucker forgot to bill me. I am ghetto and I would like be the wrong person to give money to because if I had a billion dollars, I'm like giving all the like poor people money. And I mean, like, I mean, like, people on the street. Like, I'm giving them like dollars every day. My like, man you know? said he tried to pull up like Mansa Musa in yes. American times. Like, you know, like, yo, and that's, go buy yourself and, like, a house. That's just not a good financial plan. It's not. It's like all the rich people be like, "Why are you doing that? What the fuck? Like, what the f- ew?" <laughs> Bro, it gets You're so like, disgusting, ew. man. <laughs> to be honest, if if I ran into a billion though, the first thing I do is probably just give. Either half or a whole like three fourths to my pops. You know how much like, a billion is? I'm aware, and I'd give half to like three fourths of it to my father. Be like, go take care of moms and go live the life that me and, and my burdensome brothers imposed upon you, <laughs> and go take care of yourself. And then with the rest of it, I just start figuring out how to make more, so we could finally. At that point, for me, if I was ever to make it rich, what I would realistically want to do mm-hmm. is find as many ways to make people stop relying on the government by providing them the things that they otherwise need. If I had money to that degree where I could legit do that and have it continuously funding, so it'd be like a self, a self-perpetuating so system. So you're the new government. No, I'm doing it and hopefully you'll be good afterwards. I'm not asking you to come to me. I'm doing it any chance that I can. Well, how much like you it, giving them? That's what I'm, I mean. Well, it depends. So imagine, imagine you came in to the sum of $500 trillion, Logan. You know how much $500 trillion is? Yes, you could literally you could literally fund a few countries. Yeah, go ahead. You could literally fund a few countries, right? So we live in a country where it doesn't cost healthcare. I imagine, I mean, where healthcare isn't free. I imagine with at least one trillion, I could cover probably all the healthcare costs in America. Hey, America, guess what? Maybe, maybe, right? We'd have to look at the actual numbers. Uh, But I have one trillion coming in. 
Yo, America, guess what? Those are covered. It's fucking crazy, I have to say, maybe. Like- <laughs> I know, right? I know, ain't it? Ain't it? But no, I, I'm pretty sure one trillion would be more than enough. No, we're not talking enough. about it's, military it's spending. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. Yeah, maybe. All right. But nonetheless, so all right. So those are covered. Can I cover that again if need be? I hope. We'll see how much I have. But if I can't, okay, moving on. People are homeless. All right. Can I build? I have $500 trillion. I'm worried about shit. All right. Can I build people homes that they'll be able to call, they'll, they'll be able to afford or finance somehow? Like, I don't know if I could make it because if I could act like a bank and therefore buy someone a home and then go, all right, what's your means? How much how much are you capable of funding and work it so that they get that new house? Not like an expensive one, but something, you know, like a sixty five thousand dollar home or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they can afford to keep paying that off because I've covered all what's needed. And they keep covering those taxes. Cool. If I have the funds, because let's see, I have five hundred trillion dollars. If I can keep covering those taxes, I'll do. The thing is, is like, how do I keep the money incoming so that I can keep perpetuating those systems? Because the government works in terms of like making sure it has enough for itself to cover the needs or whatever the government says the needs are. For us, usually it's military spending. Right. The the biggest one. Like usually, all right. We need to make sure we have the bigger boomsticks. We're America. We've been doing it for a while. If we don't have the bigger boomsticks, people might come back to hit us. So, but like, if I could help cover those costs because I've been doing that well, I'd like to try and figure out how to do that. Like, I'm getting super, super rich because people are supporting me. And then all I'm doing is supporting people back in a symbiotic cycle. They kill you. You know what I mean? Like, like I can't. They're going to kill you first. It's like, I don't know how I would do that yet. And I'm still trying to figure it out, you know, in the realistic sense, because I have to work within this fucking financial, these financial systems we have, capitalism and shit like that. But it's like, all right, so I'm a fucking trillionaire. How can I? Oh, roads getting fixed. Oh, damn, is roads and sidewalks in every hood across America. I'm fixing every single road and sidewalk. What's the government going to do? If you go around fixing everything, to be honest, become obsolete and go die in a fucking hole somewhere. That doesn't make sense. Anyways, uh, listen, this is how much a bag of saline costs. It can cost anywhere from like a hundred dollars to five hundred dollars on your on your bill. But like bag it costs, it, yeah. Like, but how much does the bag itself cost? Like t- for the hospital to make, yeah, like a dollar to five dollars. I let you. I let you like. Ponder that. Yeah, I just got so mad. I just got so mad. In any case, that's definitely not right. Definitely, definitely not right. Nope. Nope. Five dollars to make. Yeah, but see, and then it's shit like that. And it's like, why does the hospital charge up the up the wazoo? You know what I mean? What are their mm-hmm. what are their bills that they're dealing with other than paying like the doctors and shit? But uh, do you even really pay a lot of the doctors and residents and have to deal with like, I don't, here's a hate me if you do, hate me if you don't type of uh-oh, comment go. I got. Yeah, I, go. I'm, I'm full of them tonight. It's, it's great because I'm full, I'm full of them because I didn't bring any real topics to the show. So that's why I'm, <laughs> I'm full of them tonight. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't think doctors should get paid as much as they get paid. Nah, fuck that. They get paid too much. What is too much, Logan? My doctor shouldn't be driving a Tesla. 
Damn, your doctor shouldn't be driving a Tesla. I think our teachers should be driving a Tesla. I'm okay with doctor driving. Teslas. I don't know about that, but like, I, <laughs> I, don't mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm okay with anybody who does like a, a like a service for the for the good of everybody else driving a Tesla, like that type of profit margin on top of the thing, you know. Like, I think mm. teachers should get paid more. Maybe a teacher should. Oh, I don't know. I'd feel probably some type of way about a teacher having a rolling up with a Lexus too, probably. So I don't know. Alexis isn't that bad. So I guess maybe Alexis. Well, the truth is, Logan, so I actually feel where you're coming from. But the thing is, I'm of the mind where it's like, actually, you get a Tesla. You get a Tesla. You get a Tesla. You can live without having a Tesla. Tesla. You can live without having a Tesla. Well, I mean, Tesla, it's it's not about the Tesla. It's, It's about the margin of living. And it's like everyone's margin of living should be high. They should be able to get the things that they want. It's just what's the cost to the people around you. It's always a tug and pull. Like I told you, money Mm -hmm. doesn't exist because it's real and we need it. Money exists so people don't pick up a sword and go, I'm going to just take your shit, nigga. (laughs) Run that. My army versus yours. We get your shit afterwards. I'm sorry. A whole bunch of your generation's dead. We decided as human beings, hey, would you like to bargain? I think... That's where like America is running behind though, because we do spend too much on like military spending. But like we spend more than the than the next how many combined. And it's like the rest of the world knows that America could kick his ass if it went straight up one for one, like military wise. But the rest of the world isn't on that game anymore. They're like other than Russia. They're like we'll Russia's do it. Only like, person. Russia pretends, but like Russia is it's really. Mm-hmm. Like their main no, thing right now. No, it doesn't. No offense. No offense to our American soldiers, but like Russians, Russians kind of like built in that cold, cold, and just ready to be like, all right, oh, all right, we don't care. You got more money. We gonna pull up. We how how Americans <laughs> say, I'm going to pull up. <laughs> I, I pull up. You know what I'm saying? And they they still have enough in terms of their spending. Like they spend less, but they're still willing. To like and as you said, Putin's. This motherfucker was in the KGB and <laughs> poisoned. But that's why, day. like, I think it has something to do, like, Putin being, like, ex-KGB has something to do with, like, you know, how good Russia is when it comes to, like, um, cyber terrorism, basically. Like, you know, fucking up other countries, like, digital grids and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, that's where, like, it's, the it's, like, economics... Like the internet, like these are new war spaces that like America is just like so like unprepared for just because we have I'm like negative. I'm negative. No, Logan. Negative what? In my COVID test. Oh, good. Yay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Y'all. My One of my roommates recently contracted COVID despite being vaccinated and uh, had to get tested. And a nigga's negative. Woo <laughs> <laughs> woo. Yay. Yay. No. Just carry on. Anyways, no, I'm just saying that America's behind. That's all. I'm glad we're off of that subject, though. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about that In shit. terms of Rittenhouse or all the bullshit? Because it seems like we're on all the bullshit today. We're like we're like talking about a lot of bullshit. Um, it's good, though. I like it. Oh. <laughs> you wanted to talk about what's it like being a new cat dad? Yes, I did. So in news of shit that doesn't make me want to gouge up my eyes, yeah, even though I don't think I gouge up my eyes. So as we all know, let's see, what is this back in? 
I want to say early October and of September. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I got a new cat. Well, I didn't get her. One of my roommates did, but it's like the house cat. So I deaf pitch in to take care of her because to me, she's like my little familiar. And, um, you know, it's it's been a cool experience having to take care of a little cat because, you know, cats aren't. I've had pet dogs before when I was little, but I never had a cat. Mm. And so she's just like so adorable at times. Like, I mean, she's literally just laying in my bed. She like, does she, spend a lot of time in your room. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't really try to force it. It's just like when she originally pulled up, like she met him first, of course. And then I'm the only other one who's really like feeding her. You know, I play with her every chance I get. Um, I clean up after her and like I always spend that time. I never I never brought her into my room. I always play with her outside because she was mm-hmm. always like skittish at first and I was just chilling. And then one day as I was literally sleeping and um, I was leaving my door open because like I was trying to deal with like temperature regulation and she like comes in and just hops in my bed and just chilling. And I'm like, yo, what's up? But like, I'm very, I have a very, I want to say like, uh, I don't know. I just, it's a good touch with animals. It's very comforting, I guess, you know, cause when I, when I pet animals, like I, I put a lot of love into it and stuff like that. So I was trying to make sure she knew like, yo, listen, I'm, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? I, I have a statuette of Bastet on my altar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is the Egyptian cat goddess. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm like, that's who I am. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Okay. I just like how you said that you're really here for the cat. I am. And to let the cat know you have a statue of an Egyptian cat goddess. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't I didn't let her know that. She doesn't need to know that. But you know, anytime I anytime I be mean cats, like I always be like, you know, give my regards to Bast. Which is cause I love fucking Black Panther. And you know, I think that's yeah. so fucking cool. But like, and then I took it a step further. And there's acknowledgement of Bastet on on my altar. And so, like, when we got her, I was super, super fucking excited about it. But I wasn't trying to force anything at all, nor expecting anything mm-hmm. at all. So I just basically made sure she's good because both me and Ryan are, like, super busy. So between the two of us, I'm really just trying to make sure we don't have a little dead kitten on our hands. <laughs> yeah. Real shit, bro. Yeah. He's just moving in. He's just moving in from, from out of state. Oh, blank, blank out his name too, I guess, if you can. And then me, I'm super busy all the time too. But nonetheless, I wanted to get a cat earlier in the year. And because of some financial troubles I was having, I was like, shit, I can't. But you know, it's also like opening me up to if there is a future of in like taking care of children, yeah. I'm fairly sure. I'll handle that even better and with even more care. Because with her, I don't have to do as much because, thank God, cats are really self-sustaining. Cats do their own thing. I just have to make sure, like, she's getting attention so her mental's good. She gets fed and everything and, you know, just pick up after, clean up after, you know what I mean? Check in, make sure her health is okay, play with her so she stays active because she's an indoor cat. Mm. Like, whenever she wants to come up onto my bed and she takes this direction, nice, it's funny, because Cleopatra kind of has like her own like personality, her own attitude and does what she wants. But she'll also listen when you like let her know the seriousness. Because whenever she comes up to my bed, she'll try to like claw her way up. And I'll be like, no, 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 get down, jump. Because you're a cat and you got to get that cat like Grace. And I got to make sure you get this so you could be a boss ass fucking boss bitch ass cat. And so anytime she'll come up to the bed, if she tries to claw up, I'll be like, no, no, no. I'm like, you know, you can make that jump. And she'll come down, sit there and look at me. And I'll be like, make the jump. 
and she'll immediately make it jump after. And I'm like, yo, this bond, this fucking connection, bro. It'd be feeling so good because she's very athletic as as most cats are. So I just and she is a house cat. And we know what happens to house cats. They get they get fat and out of shape and that can be bad for their health. Mm -hmm. So in little ways that I can find, like if I'm playing with her, I'll chase her around like the living area because that's how she likes to play too. And she'll like just jump and bound across everything and get her some exercise because we still haven't gotten her enough toys. I still got to get her scratching post. And like I'll do that and I'll make sure she makes those jumps just to keep her in good shape. But it's like there is a good bond like happening b between us. And I think it's really cool. And so it's like, I guess I bring it up because it's like, I don't get to have a bond to that degree, you know, with with people on that level, I guess. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And so it's cool to see what that feels like. And then there is the aspect of parenting, you know, in that. And it could just be because I'm older and more mature. Thank God. <laughs> Or maybe not, I don't know. But like, I really try to make sure she's good. You know what I mean? And if I were to at some point have children, that's the kind of father I want to be. Like my pops, good dad, but he was he was busy a lot. But even though he was busy, always checked in with his son's mental. Mm. A lot of fathers don't, aren't really good at doing that. But he made sure we were good. Uh, obviously made sure we were taken care of. You know, make sure, you know, bills are getting paid so we had somewhere to live. You know what I'm saying? And then mom did her half of making sure, like, we were clothed, fed, you know, schooling and all that in the beginning. And then they both just kind of handled both in any case. But, like... I think you'd be a good dad, Mitch. Don't say that, because I'm not thinking about being a father in this world. Why not? You know, we just talked about why not. I know, but I'm saying, like, I, I, <laughs> I, think, you'd be a, I think you'd be a good dad. I mean, like, it was really heartwarming, heart, heartwarming, heartwarming, listening to you uh, talk about how you're teaching a cat how to jump on a bed. Like, this is, like, cute. I'm like, oh, my God, he's trying to teach this cat how to jump on well, a bed you know, and shit. I do. And, like, the reason I guess I bring it up is because, like, it does you also. Did it not because she was tearing up the bed, but because you want her to look nice while she's jumping it's like yeah and get yeah, that shit right yeah, she doesn't even she doesn't even actually scratch out the sheets but even if she did i wouldn't care because it's just sheets i get new ones mm. but no i mean it's because it and it also reminded me of like my pops and it made me a little thankful because like i'm like that in one capacity as a man because there was a man before me who was and don't get me wrong he wasn't necessarily fully emotional and my dad was very aloof in my mind growing up mm. but the thing that he he wasn't was like a, a way so far away. Like I could, I still knew I could talk to my pops anytime he came in. Like he checked in with his kids. Like how y'all doing? It's just he was a traditional man in that aspect. You know, I was working. I come home. I get some rest if I can. Play with the kids. He would take us out on vacations. Like I really, that's that's what I told you. Remember, you said if I had, yeah, man, I'm gonna give half to three fourths to my pops just because. Like I can, I can never stop seeing his blessings. Mind you, we don't agree on everything. I don't think I would do things the way he does. I don't think I would interact with my partner the way he interacts with my mother. But nonetheless, I just can't stop being thankful to this man because mm -hmm. he was that example in my life. And we talk about fathers not being in the lives of young black men in our communities. And it hurts. I don't have that experience. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I when I go and I meet men, you know, who, who have had that experience where it's like I didn't get to know my father. I can't feel the role, of course. But it's like I approach them with a different kind of patience because it's like I know what it's like to have that example. I know there's a reason I act certain ways that they don't understand because they didn't have that. And it's like 
you know, parenting Cleo in, in one aspect, it's like, wow, I really, wow, I really do care and stuff like that. And sometimes I'll be feeling like I don't give a fuck about anything. Like I'm one, I'm one part like, I just want everyone to be okay. And two parts like, I just got to disassociate for the rest of my life real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is because of the world. But the other part of me that's like, yo, I want everyone to be okay is because there was a man in my life you know, a woman too, of course, but there was a man in my life giving me the example that I needed on the masculine side of things who was like, Hey man, it's my responsibility to make sure you're good. And I'm gonna do that. I have a pride in that. And like, you know, I don't need anything in return from you. Like my pops don't ask me for shit. My pops just paid for me to go home for Thanksgiving. And I was like, yo, Hey pops, how much was the ticket? Yo, I'll get it back to you. He's like, "Eh, don't worry about it. We can work on it later, but for now, just make sure you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's like understand. I the the way I can describe my relationship with my parents is only as us because it's hard to say you love a parent more. But the fact is, I do love my mother more because, like, you know, she brought me into this world, and you know, we're the most important things to her, me and my brothers, and all that. Mm-hmm. In a in a way that like a father doesn't like have that kind of connection. But it's like I have the utmost respect. Like there is no one I respect in my household more than my father. And of course, I love him as well, but there is no one because he had to deal with all of us, his wife. And he's coming up in a different time than we're coming up now. Mm-hmm. His wife, three sons. You know what I mean? Who knows what his life would have been? Because my father used to he used to model and stuff like that. Funny enough, my yeah, pops had the yeah. opportunity to be on Miami Vice and this motherfucker missed the what? boat. Bro, bro, the whole life could have been there. Yeah, he told me that story and acted as if I wasn't supposed to be like, Dad, what? <laughs> <laughs> said it mad nonchalant. He's like, yeah, one day I was supposed to be on Miami Vice. But, you know, he's new to the country. He's, you know, he was he was young Haitian dude, didn't speak as much English. He's like, yeah, but I missed the boat. And I was like, how you gonna just say that? Like, it's not one of the biggest things ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, it's and that's just one small example. But it's I wonder what his life would have been had he not had to sacrifice a portion of his life to take care of three children. Well, you would have been famous, so... I don't know about that, but probably because remind you, I'm not talking about me coming into his life. I'm talking about us not being there. Him oh, just you, living think his life. He, you think if your dad was famous, you wouldn't be born? No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying that I imagine he could have he could have done a lot more things that maybe either he wanted to do or things that people consider like amazing. Other than, of course, having a beautiful family and, you know, taking pride in being a great father and husband, which is still amazing. Mm-hmm. But I imagine there's other things he may have gone on to do with his life. Had he not had the burden of children, because you have to understand, and I don't, I don't mean to feel that way, but it's just who I am, and all I ever really feel like is a parent is is a is a burden on both my parents. In truth, because I mean, look at what you do to look at what you do to the female body when when she has to have a baby. You know what I'm saying? Why do you so, feel like a burden on your parents? Because I technically am not that I'm not grateful to them, and not that I don't appreciate the gift of life, but it's like. A kid comes into your life and everything has to change. It's why, why you, I'm very careful with with you know kids well, and stuff. I'm not trying to have a kid right now. The life isn't what I want to be. Pay, why don't you just pay it back to your dad? Like he wasn't on Miami Vice. Uh, you're an actor. Teach him how to act, and then you know he could be on Miami Vice. I mean, you have a valid point, but that's mm-hmm. not something my dad wants to do. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have asked me already. If the opportunity comes, I don't know. Well, once I don't get because it twisted. imagine asking your son to be on Miami Vice. Yeah, come on. So maybe he does still want to be on Miami Vice. <laughs> well, and if he had a good son, 
that would put him on my well, damn. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to shame me in the middle of my touching moment. But thanks. Thanks, bro. But um But no, no, no. So the, the thing is, yeah. like, that's that was that wasn't something, you know, he was focused on what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, if I ever have the opportunity and we have to cast people and I have that and I'm in that position, who the fuck else am I gonna cast other than the people that I really, really fucks with? Hey dad, you wanna be in a movie? What Mitch? You think I'd be in a movie? Hell's the fuck yes. <laughs> Hair, makeup. <laughs> Let's get this going. Let's get this going. I but, just thought that was so cool that like your dad was almost an actor and you're an actor. Mind you, Logan, these weren't things that I knew until later on, like in life, like in turn until mm-hmm. coming back from like second year of college, being like, all right, I gotta act. And him being like, Yeah, because I knew he was a model and I there used to be pictures of him up, but like he never like I told you, my pops is aloof. Like mm. things like that, he doesn't really care about. Like he focuses on the here and now, getting his money right, because he's he's pretty good at that in the real estate and all that, and just living the rest of his life as he sees fit. But like stuff like that wasn't something that was a big deal to him. Like missing the boat for Miami Vice isn't something that he says is one of his biggest regrets. He barely brings it up at all. It's just the fact that I was talking to him about it. Right. That's that's the kind of person that my pops is, you know what I mean? But no, it's just like I bring him up because there's there's really good things in me that I see. And it's like, yeah, I'm I'm lucky he was in my life because that's a big part of why those are there. And now that I'm parenting Cleo, which is why I brought it up as a subject of conversation, it's yes, like- Yes, your cat, yes. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, wow. Hmm, I guess maybe I could be a parent. I just got to make sure I take even better care with the baby because humans are so fucking frail. It's, Thanks, God. It's funny. <laughs> what the fuck? Just saying. <laughs> it's funny. I was just never mind. <laughs> you got me all off my train of thought with that sorry. one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's how I feel about things. <laughs> love, like, and, love, love, like, love, love, yeah, and respect first and know, foremost, and reverence. I'm doing but, you pretty know, good. My shit cat, gets me mad. I can see myself having a baby as long as I don't drop it. Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that is because I'll drop a damn cat. I'll drop a kitten at like two months old. You know, well, be fine. Po- all across the room, like I just throw him. Bro, you just and he'll be perfectly. He's fine. fine. Yeah, he's a cat. Perfectly fine. Go throw a baby across the room. You can't. Let's see how no, you get out the murder charge. Don't throw a baby across the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Do not experiment with your baby. <laughs> At all, Just because please. you're listening to the stupid humans are ass frail show. in their youth. Yeah, <laughs> humans are very, very frail. Is all I'm saying. But no, it's just been a really cool experience. And you know, I never had a cat before, and I've always yeah. thought cats were cool and shit like that. I've always wanted a cat. Do y'all have a scratching post? I, last time I was over there, I don't know if I saw one. No, I said that in the beginning. I got to get one. Yeah. yeah, you guys need to get one. Why she y'all, be scratching on you, everything. It's like eight of y'all there. Like, why don't y'all just pitching $5? There's only four of us, and only two of us really, like, take, like, the financial burden of Cleo. And that's why? me and her original owner. The rest of them weren't, like, agreeing. When she got brought into the house, nobody else was agreeing to, like, take care of a pet. They didn't want uh, the cat. It was just okay for her to come in. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's really, like, two people technically own the cat. Yeah, who's really responsible for her, and that's me yeah. and her owner. But they'd be all in. like, like that's because everybody loves petting cats, bro. That's <laughs> fucked up. Cat, cat pull up, but no one's like, and we're so not the tight. Type. I'd be like, nah, nah, you don't feed them, don't touch them. I mean, <laughs> she lives in their space. Be like, yeah, yeah, just like y'all. You don't see her touching you. <laughs> Actually, they do. She pulls up on people <laughs> like cats do. 
I know. But, I just be making no, random know. bullshit. Up. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's been a it's been a great experience. You know, cleaning up the. I haven't had to deal with the hairball or anything yet. Other really? Than up, yeah. Other than cleaning out really? the litter box, that's been the worst. Yeah. Cleaning oh, up the litter ever, box has been the only thing that's like, uh, but you that's not it. Have had your cat just throw up for no reason in the middle of the nope. night? <laughs> and if she does it on my bed, we's gonna fight. <laughs> I'm gonna look at her and I'm gonna put, grab her and then just hold her. Just look at that. And she's gonna try it and be like, nope, look at that shit. No, you're not. Because I know you feel uncomfortable. No, yeah, you're I, not. I really am. No, I really you're am. Not. No, uh, you want, you because want to put money when on this? the first time, yes, I am. Because the first time you see your cat throw up, you feel so bad that this thing has thrown up. Now. Well, I'm not talking about throwing up. I'm talking about hairballs. That's what it is. Throwing up, they're throwing up hair. Well, I'm not talking about throwing up in terms of like getting the hair. I'm, if oh, I you, see a cat like yeah, throwing you don't up know what you're talking about. Let me let me go like just, that. You just don't know. Oh, okay. You, you haven't seen me. the shit. You need to see the shit to see it happen because it's not like pretty. And like, I didn't, I didn't not, think so. I didn't think nah, it would it's be. like you know, it could be goopy. Sometimes a little slimy. You know, uh. yeah. And he's having a hard time. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> you just be like in the middle of the night, and he's doing that for like five minutes. He's suffering. He's got to get it out. And you go, you go pat his back. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. You're like. <laughs> Damn, yo. Okay. E. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. All right. Well, all you can do is be there for him. That's all you can do. Say we're gonna get through this together. together you can be all right. All right. Just keep it going. Well, I'm just. I'm not saying. I'm not saying if she throws up a hairball, I'll be upset. But if it's in my bed, I'll be tight as fuck. I used to be like, you know, I used to hear him do it and then like, I'd be like, oh no. And so I'd hurry up and like grab like a piece of paper or something to try to put it underneath him because we used to have carpet. So Mm. like, yeah. So like anytime he just like, he got to go, he got to go. Like, you know, he can't help it. And so he's like yakking. And so I like try to grab like the nearest thing to me and say, hey, no, throw up on this. Here, I'm about to wash this. Throw it. Throw up on it. You know? (laughs) Damn, bro. Yeah, because that's what a parent is. You, You know? I remember a long time ago, my cousin, I was at my cousin's house and, or my aunt's or uncle's house, whoever you want to say. But like my cousin was like two at the time. She's standing in the middle of the hallway and it's like the creepiest shit because we're all watching a movie, but it's dark. So you see this little tiny two foot body just stop in the middle of the hallway and yak. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a horror movie. I I was so scared. <laughs> Yikes, but like her parents no. had to deal with that. You know what I mean? That's parenthood. You gotta deal no, with that I, shit. I know. I'm willing to. It's just like if it's in my bed, I'm gonna be like, Cleo, I know you know that I know you know. Like <laughs> there's a bond between us, so I know you know that was the worst possible place. What are y'all gonna do when y'all have to move out? Well, well, we'll see. Cause I was I was thinking about talking to him about just taking over like full ownership and seeing really? how he feels about it. Cause I really, I really, really like her. Like she's basically my familiar and like we got a strong bond. And I wanna like You can give him I a little like money make for it, it stronger. Yeah. I'd like well, we'll see what happens. I'm not it's not something I'm gonna right now is not the time. My man is literally contracted COVID. Mm. Did you, does she like While twisty backs. ties? Does she like twisty ties and stuff? What are those? Twisty ties. You know what twisty ties are? The the things that they don't. This isn't a regional thing. Twisty ties are a thing. This is the things that they put on the bread. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that what you call that? Yeah, Shit, I don't even actually it? know what I call that. 
Um, <laughs> but now you call it twisty ties. Don't just put words in my mind. <laughs> I'm going to think about what I probably called that. <laughs> Shit, I don't actually know what I was... I, it's just... You know how you just know how to use things and know what they're for, but you never yeah. thought about what you would call them, bro? That's Literally happening right now. That's disrespectful. Just been keeping your bre- bread fresh all and these like, years. Yeah, you don't even know the name, name for him. You don't just like, here, peasant, tie my bread. bread. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Fucking servant. <laughs> Jesus. Couldn't have been faster? Shit, though. I don't even... I, I think I just called it like a bread tie, maybe. Yeah. But I yeah, guess twisty tie makes th- sense th- the way it like, twists. Uh, playing with those? Uh, we haven't done twisty ties yet, but put a basically, twisty tie, put a twisty tie on the ground in front of her. It should go wild. Nuts. See what happens? Okay. Nuts. Because we just have a, a rat toy that she plays a little mouse toy. And then if you let any type of like wire get in front of this bitch, mm. you let it, you let a, and I, I had to boop mm. her. Like I'll do like boops to be like, no, to encourage like better behavior. Mm-hmm. But if, if I get a, if a headphone wire is dangling in front or just on the bed. She gonna want to play with that shit. Yeah, I get. Like, oh, what's I the string thing? Out of that. What's I, the I string like thing like? What does what that do over there? Or like my my iPhone charger? She gets to the string on that if she sees it. Mm-hmm. So I had to get into like little little like non painful boops where I'd be like, nope. You got a, you got a spray bottle for your cat? Not yet, bro. I keep forgetting to to get Dang. it. Yeah, we got to get a lot of stuff done first. What do you she do? Just to get her shots. Dump a whole cup of water on her then? No, no, no. I just pull her away from it <laughs> for the. For the um for the earphones, I was doing like as I seen her playing with it, I do like a little soft pat on the head, like pop, and she'd be like, "Yo, what the?" And I'd be right. like, "All right, keep doing it. We're gonna learn this lesson the hard way." Every time, pop, and I just have the patience to just sit there until, and then she'll eventually look and be like, and now it's like in her brain, like shit. That means boops. I don't really like boops. Apollo don't give a fuck. Like Lord. Apollo's gonna do what he want to do. He'll just wait for you to fall asleep to do it. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, he does not give a shit about what you think is gonna happen today. He's like, I got time. I got nothing but time. I don't have a job. Like I'm just, <laughs> just looking at you. Like go ahead. You know you're not gonna hit hard, a little bitch. He's like, whatever. You gonna fall asleep? Go ahead. Yeah. Spray me with the spray bottle. It's fine. I'm be here. I'm be here. I got all day. <laughs> My cat's a gangster. He don't give a shit. Oh, bro, that's so funny. So, so a roommate told me he took her. He took um, Cleo with him to go back to where he's from for Thanksgiving. He oh. told me there was an older male cat there, and he was like, "I was." He was like, "I was worried about how she was gonna deal." And he's like, "Yeah, she just fucking bullied him the entire time, bro." Damn. And I was like, "Damn straight." I was like, "What little male cat thought he was gonna pull up, get a little taste?" Nah. What you think? I, what you think I'm out here training Cleo for? <laughs> like she gonna be an attack cat if I have my way. Attack gonna be out here. Gonna be going. Gonna have her out here throwing ninja stars and shit. You That's know what I'm saying? So Pull funny. up and bite people's necks out. She gonna be a black panther. That's what I'm talking about. Black cat? Nah, black panther. Smaller version. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. I'm just saying. Listen. Yes. I was gonna ask you about family, but you like got real deep about your dad just then. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I'm not sorry, but like, it didn't. I didn't expect that to come out. But like, parenting. I'm a man, so the figure I have to bring up is my dad's. I guess. I feel like I should sell the holiday stickers that I made. For those of you that don't know, I made a bunch of holiday stickers. And I'm just like putting them around town. Well, eventually, spreading you, the cheer. Did you get the website up? You have a website. What website? There's no website, right? 
Oh, you mean a website for the podcast? Yeah. Like an official website for the podcast? Well, that's where the merch goes. Hey, you got points. You're making points. Um, I'm very well aware. Okay, <laughs> listen. That costs money. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> times are hard. Times are hard. No, nah, you're right. No, listen. Times are hard. I did want to talk about like... Um, Damn, I didn't even write it down. Shit. Shame. <laughs> That's so funny. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I did write it down. Okay, yeah, there we go. No, I wanted to talk about uh, adversity against your dreams because I've been having a fucking lot of it. <laughs> Welcome to New York, baby. Welcome to NYC. You know what I'm saying? It's you like, can make it here. You can make it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'm dying. <laughs> you know, we're all kind of slowly dying, but it's whatever. It's like, why don't people want to see me succeed? Like, <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, bro, why that, don't that's how it feels? Why don't people want to see you win? <laughs> people will share uh, popular celebrities' podcasts before they share yours, and you're supposed to be their friend. I'm aware, Mitch. You don't have to make me feel bad right now. Like, it just. Calm oh, down. you weren't. You calm down. You weren't aware. Oh, okay, calm, I'm sorry. Yeah, calm down. I'm, sorry. I'm aware. I know that people would rather listen to Dave Chappelle's podcast besides this one. You know, or Joe Rogan's. Fuck. Or, or okay. literally. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I don't need if you to would let me, shit. if you would let me continue shitting no, on you, I can stop if you would let me that. continue shitting on you, I was gonna say or any other celeb podcast that they could listen to that isn't ours. Fuck. Jeez, jeez, man, man, the fuck up! I'm trying to make you strong. God damn it! I told you this just, shit was gonna be easy when the, you came up here. The most popular podcast in the world. <laughs> I'm not bitter like that though. I don't really give a. It's fuck not about, about getting like, bitter. No, I don't really give a fuck about other people's podcasts and all that shit. Like, I the only thing I feel is just like I wish people. I don't even know what I wish anymore. You know what I mean? I am a broken man. L- listen. <laughs> Damn, Logan. You can't no. be saying that out loud on a podcast publicly. Yeah, I said it. Um, oh, I feel like I should have like had a do. cigarette when I said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, you I really should shit. <laughs> yeah, we, okay, we got some work to do. Goddamn <laughs> shit, bro. It's too, you're too soon in the process. You just got here. You can't be a broken man yet. You got to have no, some like, I was hopeful thinking dreams about first. That. No, I was thinking about that because... Um, I, yesterday, I literally sat down and I counted how many months we've been doing the podcast. And we've been doing the podcast almost nine months now. And I said to myself- A full-term pregnancy? Almost. Almost nine. M- mainly oh, eight, but like almost When nine. are we we'll due? almost get there. Maybe sometime at the end of the month or sometime next month. So January, probably. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I hope it's a boy. <laughs> Why has it got to be a boy? Because having a girl in this climate would, would be very, very agonizing. Why can't they be me? non-binary? What? Non-binary. Why can't they be non-binary? Do they know that yet? They're a baby. Some people say they do. I don't agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Just being completely honest about it. <laughs> We'll, t- we'll talk. We'll talk when you can form conscious thoughts and speak, which is where I'm. Which is where I'm willing to, you know, have the conversation. If you pull up at four, like, hey, like, 
I think my gender, as you described, because I'm going to be really transparent and honest with my kids, mm. I identify as a lady daddy. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm well, first I'm going to take a deep breath because like I was, I was hoping, I was hoping the future generations would have to deal with this and not me. Cause I'm just going to be Why? like, oh shit. Cause You're not I that was old. raised. Yeah. But I'm old enough to be like, man, it's a lot simpler when you could just be a boy or a girl. All right. But anyways, because navigating is that is the forties. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. And I probably should. I probably should have like I should definitely be more experienced and able to deal with this. But it's it's hard to be like, oh, my child knows who they are at four years old because it's like, do they? They're a child. Mitch, you we like to pretend humans know things, but humans are kind of shit beings and they're not really put together well in their youth unless you you unless you put up an environment where they can be. So if I'm doing my job, Kurt, which I'm trying to do, which is, mm. you know, put my children in an environment where they can truly be their their expressive selves, then, yeah, we'll have that conversation. But I, like, I, I wonder what it's like sometimes to be non-binary. I do think about that. Really? Yeah. I don't think about it for me, but I think about it like, you know, what other people must be going through that they feel that way. And no, like, they I, have to what go they're going through, through I, like that, I think you know? about, yeah, what, what they're going through. Are, but like in terms of like living that life, I'm actually just like, hmm, that's kind of that's kind of cool in one sense. It's just like there there isn't enough of me that's willing to go that that makes perfect sense to me because it's just not how I was raised, you know what I mean? Mm. So there's the part of me coming to terms with the fact that people think that way because I'm a dude who in the scientific way acknowledges, you know, two sex of male and female in terms of our, you know, bimorphism in terms of how the human genome is. But nonetheless, in terms of like gender expression, like there's a lot going on and there it's like there's a duality to it because on... On the light side of things, there is the fact that there are gender roles that people shouldn't have to feel confined into. You know, the struggle that women are having currently is because of people defining gender roles based on your sex, which is wrong. On the other side, I'm not even going to say the dark side to thing, but on the other side of things, it does get confusing when you need to know what's happening with someone. And they're like, you know, yeah, I'm this, 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 this and that. And you're like, all right, well. I need to get specific with, you know, what you per se need. And we're not a society geared towards that yet, which is where we get to this impasse. But it's like for me, raising a kid in, in such an environment, like I said, once you're able to form conscious thoughts and like speak, I'm going to be very open about what I'm hearing my child say and do. And it's like mm -hmm. if you're leaning towards that way, because, you know, in our youth, we don't really notice because because of the gender roles, people are like, yo, you have to be this way. You have mm -hmm. to be that way. And it's like, how would a person be if no one was sitting there going, you have to be this way? If they're sitting there going, be who you feel you are. Because that's the conversation we're having when we get into non-binary. Mm -hmm. In one sense, at least, we're not going, you're uh, a boy or a girl. We're going, you're you. What does that expression fully look like? So on that level, I understand it. In the level of navigating in our society and being willing to navigate in such a society, because mm -hmm. me, it's for me, honestly, and I guess that's kind of a bad thing, but it's, it's just simpler. Like, that's how I was raised. I'm a male. You know what I mean? I came up with a boy and I and I like that for the for the most part. I only have a few grievances here and there due to the gender role system. But like, it's just a simple life for me. When I look at what it's like being non-binary and transgender, I'm like, yo, that seems very, very complicated to deal with. 
which doesn't equate. And let me say this now for the record, which doesn't equate to me saying, why would you do that at all? Because that's none of my business. I support your decision. If that's what you really wanted to do, that's your decision. Go do it. But for me, it's just like, it's too complicated. But for you, I feel like somebody's like, you know, like people say, like they go on through something like they go on through something inside themselves. They feel like something's not right with their current condition. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, this like when we feel that way, we want to change it. And so, you know, that's what you got to do. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like if you feel like, you know, I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. You feel like I like you change socks. You know what I mean? Like if the socks don't I just, feel I right. I just don't know if that's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if the like if you put a sock on and it's got the seam on your toenail wrong. You know, you're like fuck this. Yeah, sock. you gotta. You yeah, you gotta arrange it right. Yeah, you know, I, I have analogies. You know. I wish you had better ones, but in your own special way, that was actually very sweet. So Thank I kind of get it. But um, but no, I'm like, like I'm gonna be that dad. I'm gonna be the bad New Yorker dad that means well. Like that's <laughs> that's what I'm gonna be. I think by the time you're a dad, you might get canceled for that. You are gonna have to shoot for better, son. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be you like need to shoot for better, son. It's like yeah, my dad's offbeat, but like he tries and he's good. Like you know, what I'm like, <laughs> be like, did your dad just? Compare being transgender to wearing socks. He's like, but you gotta listen to the message. message you, know? you know what I'm saying? Like he meant well. Like he meant well. Please leave him alone. Like I get so embarrassed. Just please, just leave him alone. He's doing his best. He doesn't hit word. me or anything. Listen, there's a lot of people doing worse than that. Anyways, I want to talk about adversity. You got me off track with your sex. How did I? You're the one who brought um, it the fuck up. No, no, I didn't bring up being non-binary. You. No, I was pretty sure up. you definitely brought up. No, you said that you wanted a boy and not a girl. So oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you took it there. You mm, took it there. You. It was already there, sir. You also, said, I was kidding because I actually want to raise an Amazon daughter. It's too late. You've said your sexism. No, you're canceled. Um, <laughs> um, no, what I. I'll have my Amazonian daughter dead. Take your point. (laughs) Taking your point, right? You got to marry somebody tall, Mitch. She doesn't have to be tall. It's not about the height, man. It's about her heart. Jesus Christ, bro. Just continue with your topic. I mean, Amazons are tall. No, bro. Oh, you mean like in the Wonder Woman sense? I don't mean it in in any of those senses. I just meant it in the metaphor of being like a warrior. Wonder Woman should be like eight feet tall. Fuck them. No, Wonder Woman's, I think, like 6'2 or something. Or like six one, I could look it up. Word, <laughs> yeah, I'll find. Like, Diana why don't we Kuska. show her like short? Because men have these things called egos, and when women make them feel inadequate in any way, they compensate. I want an eight foot tall Wonder Woman. Anyways, I'm getting off the point again. Listen, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you're talking about like uh, I don't know. You said something that rang my head, but like just on the fact of like living you and doing you like i think you were saying something like that it's like to me i had to tell myself that Mm -hmm. recently because podcast has been hard lately she's six foot bro she's according to yeah the dc fandom wiki okay all right gal is not six foot nope um she's like five four um (laughs) And that's it looks like with heels on. So they shoot her tall though. You can they you do could, shoot you know her kind of tall, but like it. they make sure to make sure they make sure to show her shorter than Chris Pine. And Chris Pine <laughs> is not that tall. Um 
He's like five seven. Get off of me. Uh, <laughs> I like how I know all the short male yeah, celebrities. Like, I don't understand why you just pulled that number out like it was it was exact. I, I'm bet, like, I the don't fuck? know for sure that he is, but I bet you if you look it up, he's like five seven. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look it up now. Oh I would God. feel so bad if he's 6'2". <laughs> bro, imagine, bro. But continue, continue what you were going with. No, listen. I think on the show every once in a while I say that, you know, you got to stick to your dreams and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's hard. And I think we don't... I think we always talk about how hard it Chris is. Chris Pine wonder. is six foot, bro. No, he's not. Bro, he's six Why does he foot? look so short? I don't know, bro. It's because he's got that square like body. He's got like a square head and a square body. He's like, damn, bro. Why are you coming for Chris Pine, bro? He's built like a Minecraft character. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is art. This is art at this bro, point. Bro, this is amazing. This is, this is I, me please. talking about how I want eight foot Wonder Woman and I want and Chris Pine's five seven and he's built like a Minecraft character. While the backdrop of this conversation is me talking about how you gotta overcome adversity with your creativity. Yes. Carry on with that point. This please, is art. please, my good man. Please, good sir. Yes. If you can follow it. <laughs> um it all means something somewhere. No, it's like what I'm learning the hard way is how much the world either wants you to fail or is so indifferent to your to your success that it's hard to succeed you know what i mean mm. like mm-hmm. like so indifferent to whatever the fuck you think the plan is that like it could seem like people just don't want you to do any fucking thing. And what I'm learning mostly is learning how to prioritize my dreams in a way, but also being sure that when I do that, I make myself responsible for that prioritization. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I no, wanted I to start I, I wanted to start you. a podcast. I wanted to start a creative endeavor. I wanted to start this. I wanted to start that. I want, I have projects I want to do, you right. know, that's nobody else's like responsibility, but my own. And I feel like where a lot of creatives get hung up at is that point that like your dreams are yours. They're not anybody else's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like nobody's really responsible for if you fail or not, you know, and I say, I say it like not, I don't say, I'm not saying nobody's responsible how you succeed on purpose. I want to focus on the failure part because like if you fail, it's not that it's your fault. I don't want to say, but I do want to say that it's your baby and your responsibility, right. you know? So right. like if yeah, you fail, like if you're not willing to take the responsibility for your failure, you know what I mean? Then maybe you're not ready for what you're trying to do or maybe you haven't thought through what you're trying to do because the fact of the matter is is that like whatever creative endeavor you have in your heart it ain't nobody else's business you know like every like people there'll be people who want to help you and they want to do things with you like you and Claire have been so good to do uh for me on the show you know and with the show you know but like 
learning that this shit isn't y'all's responsibility has been like the hardest lesson for me, but like the best lesson I could have ever like learned or am in the process of learning because like, I think it brings me into another level of doing it. You know what I mean? Like if I see the numbers are down or if I see I'm not getting like what I want out of it, it's like, I have to really talk to myself first about what it is. And I think we as creatives need to be honest with ourselves about us feeling some type of way about like our shit not popping the way we want it to and recognize that that's on us. Like it's really not on anybody else. Like nobody else is supposed to be as passionate as you are about your passions. Yes, but they don't have to be so negative about your passions either. No, nobody has to be negative about your passions. But like if somebody is negative about your passions, that that negativity is their responsibility, not yours. So that means that like it doesn't feel good when somebody's negative about our shit, but at the same time do we have to own that negativity? Do we no. have to internalize that negativity? Do we have Fuck to? No. So, like, if we don't have to do any of those things, then that negativity, not that it doesn't affect us, but we know where we have to place it, which is that, hell, I wish somebody would be more negative about some of the shit I was doing, to be honest. Like, like outwardly negative, like, tell me I wasn't going to make it. It would probably spur me to do more out of spite. But, like... Cause that's the type of person I am. And I think that's why God keeps that away from me. Cause he's like, no deal with the positive first because you're so ready to deal with that. Like in your personal life and everything else. But like, I think that dealing with the negative of like your creative endeavors or whatever is like part of what they are, you know, like here's what I'm trying to say is like, Everybody wants, like, we're all like that dog that's chasing a car. We want to grab it. We want to bite it. We we, we, we want to chase it down the street. But then, like, when you grab it and then it's nothing like what you thought it was going to be, it's like it's running fast. It feels like it's pulling your teeth out. Like, all this shit is happening to you. Like, this is what you wanted. You have to be really sure if this is still what you want. And if you're not sure about that, that's when you have to back off from that. You know what I mean? But I think that, like, if you're sure about what you want and, like, you can take your licks about it, it really doesn't matter what anybody says because you knew that what you were trying to do was dope and you were passionate about that and you had a mission. And if you stay strong and you and you keep going towards that mission, you, I think that is a, a marker of success. I think it's just going to push mm. you to where you need to be. That's my hope. That's my positive like hope about it. No, I think, well, let me say a quick thing yeah. on that. Cause it's Go like, you could push me on it too. So no, it's, it's not about that. Cause it's like, yes. Yes. Sometimes, you know, you go after your mission and you're feeling like things change because things mm. do change. You know what I mean? Just because just because what you want out of what you set out to do changes doesn't mean that you're still not going to set out to do what you want to do. 
like for instance, when I first came up to New York and you know I was pursuing acting, and mind you, music came along, and I'm even more glad for that. But it's like I thought I wanted to be like the biggest thing, you know, since fucking Chadwick Boseman. But mm. now I'm like, I don't even know if I want to be famous ever at all. Period. Mm. I don't know if I want to even deal with the fucking industry I set out to become a part of. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I know I still want to act. I know I still want to make music. I know I want to make music like, and this becoming a vocalist has been this like dream because I've always wanted to perfect my singing and now I'm doing just that. But mm. in doing that, it's like, I'm not, I'm still not even sure if I want to work in these industries. I just want to be able to make a living out right. of my craft. You know, and if that uh, as that manages to make me a lot of money so I can take care of myself, my family and use my platform to benefit the world in a positive way. So be it. But I realized that I didn't want to just be the kid who was willing to do anything, you know, to get on because that's mm-hmm. not who I am. That's not who I want to be. The dream doesn't have to change. But what you want out of it can as as your experience develops and as you learn more about what it is that you're pursuing in the first place, because things change in our lives. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we have to stop what we were pursuing, but maybe what we want out of it is like different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe you can keep shooting for gold. You know, you run in, you run in track and you want to keep training to get to gold, but maybe, maybe getting, getting the gold in the race isn't what matters to you most anymore. Maybe placing is what matters. You know what I mean? Cause things change. Maybe you got injured and you realize, oh shit, I'm not going to keep getting gold. That doesn't mean you stop fucking running. Right. But maybe you're like, all right, so it might be super hard for me to get gold. I don't have to stop the pursuit of gold, but maybe I can, you know, focus on what I can do in the here and now before I get to gold. Mm-hmm. Let me place. As long as I'm placing, that means I can keep running. That means I can maybe get bronze. That means I can get silver. That means I can get back up to gold. Because for me, it's like in my in my immature little fucktard brain, I'm like, all right, this should be easy. This should be quick. And if this was a different time. With the personality I have, it might have been. But nonetheless, we're in a different time. And it's like, shit, I'm running a longer race. And as our late departed brother, Nipsey Hussle, once said, it's a marathon. Mm. I think uh, I like that analogy. I like the analogy that it is a marathon. I like that, you know, your goal may be so far off, but doesn't mean you still can't improve. You know, I think people want to go zero to 100 a lot of the time. They want to be at the end where they're standing on the podium, but they don't know or they don't recognize all the hard work that is in between or what that hard work looks like. I feel like people have an idea of what their dream is and they have an idea in their mind about what the hard work involved is. And then what happens is it's not that it's not, it's not that the work is easy or hard that gets in their way. It's that the work that they believed they had to do to get to where they was going didn't line up with what they had in mind and, and envisioned in the first place. Right. You know, I feel like that's fucking dangerous though. You know, like you can't, I feel like you can't like, put that on that like that. I feel like if you run into something and it's not the way you expected it to be, like 
you need to recognize that that's part of what it is the you process. are looking for. Yeah. It's what it's what you're looking for. I'm a big, big believer in what you seek is what you'll find. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're going to pursue something long enough, you're going to end up finding it. But I'm also a big believer in that. Like that doesn't mean that that thing's going to be exactly as you thought it was going to be. Like if you say that, like, oh, I want to have a relationship, you'll get that. Doesn't mean you'll be in love, but you'll get a relationship. You know, like that happens to people all the time. If you say that you know you want a billion dollars, you'll get that. Doesn't mean you'll be happy, but you'll get that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that's, that's that's shit. That's real true shit. I think what we need to do more often is we need to figure out why we want the things we want. You know what I mean? That before is thing. before yeah. we start going after them, I think that's what we need to start teaching people. Is that, that is a that is a big one because you have to remember, yeah. growing up, we're not per se sure of what we want, but a lot of people are putting expectations on us of mm-hmm. what we should want from jump, and not just what we should want that we should want it. Yeah. You know that like you're we're trained in our mind to have like a job or, or whatever, like that we want to do later in life. And we're not even really trained on the why of it. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian because I loved animals. So I felt like the best thing to do would be to help animals, you know, because I wanted to spend all my time with animals. But then like, as I grow older is like, things change, but like the things that changed wasn't my love of animals, you know? And so I, felt bad for a time because I didn't want to be a veterinarian anymore. But that's not a good reason to feel bad because you don't want to do like something for whatever reason or whatever reason come up in your life. That's why we can't keep going with, you know, what is it that you want? What is what you want is not fucking important. Like what is it that you need? Like why does something feed your soul? Why yeah. does something matter to you? You know what I mean? That's why, like, you should do something. You should do something because it matters and it matters to you to do it. Not because you want it. Like, that is such a, it's such a very small thing to want something. You know what I mean? It's such a very, (laughs) I hate the way you and Claire stare at me sometimes when I'm talking. Because I really feel like, I feel like I'm saying something important, but I also feel like I'm probably being super dumb. Like <laughs> Jesus, Mister like, Insecurity. How about you just keep very. fucking speaking and let me listen? Yes, yes. But like, I feel like it's such a small thing to want something. Is what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. like it takes no energy at all to want something. Like zero. It doesn't take any effort to want something. It doesn't take any energy to just desire it doesn't like to love something to care for it to foster something to like like when we were talking about the cats earlier like Mm -hmm. if i have to watch my cat throw up in the middle of the night and know that it's 3 (laughs) a.m i woke up because i heard him like having a crisis yeah and i have to clean it up and make sure that he's okay like that's not easy Nobody tells you that that could be a re- your reality. That's going to be your life when you first get a cat. You know what I mean? Like the wanting of having a cat is not equivalent to that. It's not equivalent to that. It'll never be equivalent to that. And if all you have with your dreams or your passions is just want, 
is just, I want this. I want that. You are not going to make it. I'm telling you right now, because like I wanted so many things for just this creative project right here. And, but I want like the things I need out of it are what I recognize especially the last couple of weeks is what I recognize what makes this so important to me. Like when people say like, why don't you do this with the show? Or why don't you do that with the show? The thing is so important to me that I am extra careful with it. You know what I mean? True. Because it's just bigger than just what I want to see happen. There's a, a goal and a mission involved with it. You know what I mean? Like my want, is to change the way we look at media and to change the way we do media and to change the way mainly the way we think about things. Now, I can't say that like I'm achieving that dream with this show, but I feel like I'm on some type of road that brings me closer to that. Because that is something you were before. Huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like I'm closer than I was before. I feel like that that's a closer thing for me. You know, absolutely. And Y'all can uh, y'all can like disagree or whatever, but like that's where I come from. That's my that's my dream. That's my goal. I want people to actually like think about you know what the world around them in a different way, different than like hopefully different than what's always regurgitated to us. You know what I mean? From people who it matters to. You know, like I I say every week, like bring topics that matter to you because. It doesn't make a difference if you like the topics we have on the show for the past like eight months or so. I mm-hmm. can tell the ones that we just wanted to talk about and the ones that, you know, it meant something to us. You know what I mean? Mm. And there's a big fucking difference in that type of like show. And I love that for us. I love that. I feel like we spend more of our time talking about the things that actually matter to us than the time that we spend like trying to be topical or 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 like like just say stuff you know what i mean but that's fair but when that does happen like a little piece of me does die i'm not gonna lie (laughs) but like to be like super honest and transparent with everybody like it's the path i'm on that's the that's the stumbling block i have to deal with you know and so I have to, it, it makes you question whether or not you want to keep going. But like every time I come into contact with it, I say yes, because it's bigger than me and it's bigger than that, you know? And it just has to be bigger for you that way. You know what I mean? Like if you're having a creative thing going on with yourself, it just has to be bigger. That's all I'm trying to say is that like make it bigger for yourself, you know, like give it some meaning. Don't just say that, you know, you want some shit like make it mean something like it means something. It means something to you. So make it that, you know, there's a lot of podcasters that don't make it because they just wanted to be famous or they wanted to like, they saw like the numbers. There's podcasters I know from real life that I've met that don't do their fucking show anymore. And they only did their show for either a year or less than a year. And I did my show for like eight months and I'm just like, that's not enough time to like quit. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. For yeah. me, for me personally, that's what I'm saying. For what? No, for like that, somebody man. who said that they were serious about some shit and that they wanted to do A, B, and C, it's not enough. That's all I'm saying. 
And so I'm, I, I just like, I'm trying to encourage people right now to make it enough, like get to that point where it is enough, like get to that point where don't like stop doing something because people are just not fucking with it. Fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah. Facts. So, no. Full on like, fuck them energy. Like what? That doesn't There's make no any other sense. way to really put that, man. Like when someone, it's like fuck. And to me, I, I don't know why I always use war analogy, but it's like going on a fucking war. Mm. The other, the opposition wants you to either surrender or die. Right? Why would you give in to that? Thank At you. At what point in your head does that seem like the rational option? Thank you. It's not, man. You got to pursue this. You got to be willing to die for this shit, man. I remember when I, cause um, one of my one of my friends, he for my birthday, he got me like an interview with Jonathan Majors. No way. Yeah, it was dope. I mean, it wasn't like in person. It was via Zoom and all that. But you talked to cool Jonathan to Majors. There. Not like talk to talk to, but like he was doing a little interview with all the people there, and we would just listen to him, hearing him talk, and getting some background on him. But one of the things he he said that really stuck with me, and I was just like, yes, brother, spit that shit. I was like, spit that shit, nigga, spit that shit. He's like, yo, you got to be aggressive about this shit, man, when in terms of how you want it. You know mm. what I mean? He's like, you you have to want it. He's And he made sure to specify. He's like, and I'm not talking about, you know, being violent and wanting to hurt anybody, but you have to be aggressive about this shit. Yeah. No one's going to make it easy for you. No one's going to give it to you yeah. unless you're like fucking lucky or, you know, you're, you're the child of a celebrity or something like that. Mm-hmm. You have to be aggressive in this game. You got to come through like you want it. Like it's imperative you get this shit, man. And if you don't move like that, you won't even be able to, to make it, you know, out the front door some days. I'm not where I want to be, mm-hmm. but I do know I've been on HBO at least once. Been in a hell of a lot of shows across the island. Don't say it like that because I'm so proud of you for that. Like real, like facts. I bring that shit up all the time when I can. <laughs> oh my like, god! Like I do. Stop. You don't know. I talk about when I bring up Mitch in like private conversation. I talk about hey, this is my friend Mitch, and he's been on HBO. Like you know what I'm saying? I have. Well, I I have, and that was the thing. I have music streaming, and it's just like because. And mind you, I'm I'm doing it mostly on my own, just trying to figure things out. But it's because, and then hearing him say that made me realize, like, I got to go hard and I got to remember not to let the shit bother me. But he's right, yo. Like, be aggressive. Be, be aggressive, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro. Right. Like, fuck everybody else. Because a lot of times some people are plotting. Something I want to say earlier, it's like, because this is how I feel. This is just a personal account, not no factual statement or anything, mm-hmm. unless you take it as that, which I do. But it's like, humanity's disconnect from divinity from from God in one sense, you know, and I'm not talking about in a religious sense, like, you know, the fall of man. Just the spiritual. But in the spiritual way, because it, it all connects, but it's like our disconnect makes people so corrupt and so horrible sometimes. It's like, why would you be anything but happy for someone? Mm. What re- When you think about that, like, unless, of course, they're committing murder or some, or some foul corruption, but otherwise... Someone's getting a new job. Why would you be anything else but happy? Why are you gonna Why are you gonna hate on them just because it wasn't you? Can I give you the answer? Can I tell you why? Go ahead. Why, why people haters? Because they're not happy with themselves. Exactly. It's 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 that deep, and it's it's like I even think about that in my own life. Some shit that like I don't want somebody else to succeed in or whatever. Like, like yo, and you got to be like why. Got to catch yourself. But you know what the fucking part is? I always have to end up dealing with myself anyways because the Lord won't let me get to him. So it's like (laughs) I have to – no, it's true. Like I have to end up up dealing with myself. 
Because like I'm not I have yeah, because who else are you gonna attack? There's no there's like if they're invul if they're invulnerable, right? Like it's just you at that point. You see that it's you that you hate. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. For real, man. For real. And you gotta catch yourself because mm. we are, and once again, back to this disconnect, you know, mm-hmm. from divinity. Like there is this dark part of us that, and I, I have to catch myself all the fucking time because like, I feel like I'm doing my best, but then I'll think really dark shit and be like, where the fuck did that come from? Mm-hmm. Why did I even think that thought? And in my mental health journey is the, the same thing, but even worse. And it's like, Mitchell, why would you be feeling this way when you know that you both don't want to feel this way and you have no reason to think of yourself this way, but nonetheless, that energy, those thoughts are still there. And it's just to me, to me, the reason is, is just there's this disconnect. Man has this this pure disconnect from divinity, from the ideal of being being its best self. And so we think this this corrupt state, all this foul shit, all this bullshit. Oh, it's okay. I mean, everybody's doing it. Like it's the way it's always been. We think it's okay. And mm-hmm. it is not. Yeah. It is a serious fucking sickness. And we're going to eventually destroy ourselves if we don't start taking it as serious as we would a broken leg or some fucking heart disease. Which, oh, by the way, we don't even take heart disease serious enough. Look how mm-hmm. fucking foul we are when you think about it, man. And so in terms of following your dreams, how else would a person in a society like ours respond to someone following a dream that doesn't exactly line up with what a government may tell you is what's best for you? Mm. They're just disconnected. You ain't trying to be your best self. You ain't trying to do what's best for you. You're trying trying to make everybody as miserable as you. Well, for the disconnected, I'm trying to connect you. That's what I'm trying to do. Facts. Because I'm not waiting around for somebody else to, you know, tell me that I'm worth it to do it. And so if I have that in me, then the only thing I should really do with that is work on my pursuit, but also share that energy. And that's what I'm trying to share through, you know, what we were just saying just now is that like, if you feel that way, like if you feel exactly how Mitch says, I'm trying to be like your cheerleader right now. And I'm trying to say, fuck all that. Go do what you want to do. Go do what you need to do. You know, I love New York, man. (laughs) No, I love it because like I, I made all these little holiday stickers for the podcast and I've been trying to put them up on lampposts and shit. And there's like a billion lamp, like billion stickers on everything, everything. Cause everybody had the same fucking yeah. idea. I did. Yeah. And so like, but like somebody saw that shit and I, and I love reading everybody else's little stickers and shit, you know? Like what's going on with that? What stands yeah. out to you? Maybe go follow them. Somebody had like but- a penis in a boat and it was like, why? Oh, okay. But, you know, uh, they did it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to to you guys. Wherever. Well drawn, well drawn. And, and you know what would trip me out about it? Like, because I love when you like do something creative because like it you like figure out what everything costs. Mm-hmm. So like the the boat penis sticker I saw, <laughs> it was on like a it was like on a full-size, like, four-inch, glossy-ass sticker, which means they paid good money for that sticker. Nice. <laughs> to put a dick in a boat on it and to slap it somewhere. <laughs> if you are the dick boater that put the, <laughs> the sticker out there, hats off to you, man. You did your dream. You did it. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, guys, come on. Like, if somebody can have that as their dream, like, you can do your dream of, like, whatever arts and crafts or whatever. Like, you can do your dream. You can do it. You know, don't let everybody tell you you can't do it. Like, if if Dick and Boatman can find can a way, it. so you can you. Find just, a way. Just going to say. It's not supposed to be easy. Find a way. I'm putting this podcast together with sticks and clue. Like, like it's my ghetto man in here. was recording out of my fucking closet. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Like this is legit. I was there and I was in pain, but we were getting it done. You don't Not because there's anything wrong with me. It's just you don't think I think about giving up while I'm sitting on top of Mitch's boots. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> and that must not be a comfortable place. It's is not. all I'm gonna say. And it's a but decent sized closet, it. and it's still not comfortable. <laughs> thank you. Shout outs to the closet. Closet is is a. It's okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a good closet. Stuff. No, it's good. It's a good. Oh no, yeah, yeah. You know, I like my room. It's high. As far as the New York mm. closet goes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I will probably. I will probably you not leave decent, this place. You got a decent room for as far as a New York room goes. Well, yeah. yeah, I won't probably want to leave this if unless I have to until like I'm good, good. Like I got good money coming in because that's how I feel about this place. Though, yeah, that's how I feel too. You got a pretty nice apartment too, considering rent's yeah. crazy in this bitch. So like, but no, see, I I moved during COVID because I I knew that you know people's landlords was gonna be hurting. So you know, <laughs> smart, not gonna lie. <laughs> All right, let's see who we can get this time. Yeah, time that's a good. That's a good place to end. Um, yeah, I think so. Mitch, do you have anything you want to leave the people with? Uh, fuck Kyle Rittenhouse getting off. Mm. Uh, it's a good feel being a cat dad. Love my mom. Love my dad. Shout out to the parents. Um, And yeah, man, just follow your dreams. Be aggressive. Fuck what the rest of the world says. Mm. They're a bunch of corrupt idiots at this point. Go get yours. Everybody's getting theirs, you know? Why shouldn't you get yours? Exactly. Exactly. Go get yours. One thing that's real toxic that my mom used to say is uh, (laughs) she would say, like, you know, you'd be watching TV. Let's say you're watching, um, give me a television show. Young Justice? (laughs) Fine. Let's say you're watching (laughs) Young Justice, like the just the little just the most recent thing I I watched. Okay, let's say you're watching that, right? And like Batman comes on the screen or something, she'd be like, "Batman got his." Like, (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) You just sitting there. You just sitting there watching TV, giving Batman money. Like, you know, it's toxic as fuck, but it's it's the truth, you know. Because, like, you should be able to have your downtime. But, like, you know, don't use your downtime to, like, procrastinate, you know. I think that was her real point is that, you know, don't, don't like, don't just do nothing because, like, you're trying to keep away from doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And we do that as creatives. We do that a lot. Um, Trust me, I know. Yeah. Uh, I I would say I also say fuck Kyle Rittenhouse, but like you know, y'all the ones that let him gut off, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like if you didn't want to get if you didn't want him to get off, he wouldn't have gotten off. Like that's it's just that simple. Like if you don't and you don't don't be in my DMs about that. If you don't know what I mean, <laughs> you know you just don't know what I mean. Whatever. Um. No, I had a good show today. As always, I 
had a good time. I'm. This is kind of like therapy in a weird this way. This was a fun one. Yeah, it was I fun. Was <laughs> it was really fun. No, this, this was <laughs> a fun the one. Fucking rails. Um, as always, if you like the show, share the show. If you hate the show, send it to your enemies. You know, whatever. You know, um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Definitely do that because I'm still going to do the live chat thing. Um, just getting all set up for that. Um, we're definitely going to have video coming soon. If not by the end of the month, I'm making this right now. If not by the end of the month, oh. next year. Oh, boy. This is going to be a video pro- podcast. I'm saying it now. Okay. That's going to light a fire under my ass. But I'm saying it now because I got real goals for this shit. I want to see this shit do stuff. And it's like you guys are missing out on so much of the podcast to not see like our facial expressions by some of the shit that like <laughs> we say. So yeah. you have you just we need to have like that aspect of the podcast. Um, so like I said, definitely subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're uh not following the podcast on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, please do. Um, and also, if you are following the podcast on Facebook or whatever, uh, share us with your friends. Share the posts when we share them, you know. Give us likes, you know. Uh, you're sitting around listening to this show that you think is really dope. Share that shit, you know? Like, your other friends might like it because most likely you have friends that are just like you. So they would like it too. Um, what else do I got to say? Not really much of anything. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Hope yeah. everybody, yeah, that's why we took a week off. So I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Um, Mitch, say bye to the people, man. <laughs> uh, this is me saying goodbye as well. I've been your host, Logan, and this is the Milk and Host Podcast. Milk and to- I can never say Milk and this Host. Is the Milk and Host Podcast. This is the Milk and Toast Podcast, oh, episode boy. 31. Bye. Bye.